Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Joe Sterling, here with my super happy to be here co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? No, I I am really happy. It's just that, um, like, okay, so like a little behind the curtain, Jessica, like, always preps me. By starting the podcast, she goes three, two, one, record, and then I press the red button, and then she waits a few more seconds, and then she presses the other red button. And today, she did not do such things. And like, no. I'm like a girly that loves routine. I'm off the rails today. I need my routine, or else <laughs> I break. And you broke me. I broke so early today. on the probably the most important day, and you already broke me because you did not go down the routine. I I'm need sorry. routine. Do you want me to count down now before I introduce our no, guest? No, it's it's far oh, it's and gone. gone. Just know that my okay. backup started a couple seconds later i t- i literally told our guests we didn't have to do backups so you just weren't paying attention no yeah i totally did not pay okay well to there we yeah. go we're gonna bring in our guest who always pays attention uh such an amazing person so happy to have her back to talk about uh one i mean not only the best episode of the season but like one of the top episodes i think uh the amazing the wonderful the lovely lindy lindy how are you Hi, I am so thrilled to be here. This is a dream come true in many ways. So, oh, it truly is. How did you know? How did you? How did you know? She's it's seen be a, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the show multiple times. Sarah. It's not like that was a quote in the fucking show, and you're acting like I'm outlandish. But okay, let's let's break it down. Um. Did we all know that this was going to be one of the best episodes? Like, Jess, like, did you remember this episode? So, I will say, like, no. I didn't remember this being, like, an uh, I didn't remember this episode and, like, that it was coming up after the one we watched last and all of that. But I will say, like, every single person that sent in feedback to us, every single thing ended with, like, just wait till next week. So, I mean, I feel like we were adequately prepared. And I will also say that when I watched the episode... I like I had vague recollections of an episode mm-hmm. where they get trapped in a store. Now, is this the only show that's ever done like two characters get trapped in a store? Yes. No. Oh. 
But like, I can't recall what the other one is that my brain would have been thinking of. So I'm going to just say it was this one. All right. How about you, Lindy? Do you, I forget, like, obviously you are not um, like eight years old and sitting and watching Dawson's Creek, but like, do you, when you eventually watch Dawson's Creek, like you remember this episode as being like one of the best, especially of season six. Oh, absolutely. This is the episode of Dawson's Creek that I've watched the most. I will watch this any time, any place. Like, I, this is my favorite episode of the whole show. I mean, it's easy to see why. And yeah, yeah, ever since I first saw this episode, it was like, okay, this is amazing. And to me, like, the season six up to this point, who cares? Like, doesn't matter. This is where (laughs) it begins, baby. Yeah, I could see that, though. I could see that this is an episode that you really can just pick up because it doesn't really like it has ties, of course, to like the past, very obviously. But it really feels like a made for TV movie almost in like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you could sit someone down who's never seen a single moment of Dawson's Creek and have them watch this episode and they would probably understand most of it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. There's this Natalie Portman movie that's stuck in Walmart. It is a uh, where the heart is. Yes, her. She names her baby America. Oh wow! America. I remember that, and I was Orgy. like, "What a choice! What a choice!" Like, imagine uh, being named America right now. Embarrassing um, for you. I mean, you know, if this was the only episode you watched of Dawson's Creek, I think your main question would be. Where the heck is Dawson? Who is that? <laughs> Who is Dawson? Why do and do we care? <laughs> it wasn't in last episode either. They really just... Well, we talked about the whole James Vanderbeek, like, not recognizing his roots and just being like, you know what? Screw Dawson's Creek. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. Yeah. Um, this episode was everything. I mean, we're going to get into the, the nitty gritty season six, episode 15, cast the castaways, which love the title, especially when we find out like the reason for it. Um, and I think we should properly eulogize Sarah mm. Casey's goatee, which is no longer with us. Thank oh. God. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah. I mean, I knew thee well, and I really... Could not care less. I hated um, it. Lindy, were you, I can't remember, were you pro or anti-goatee? Well, I enjoyed it because, look, I love Pacey. I think he's so cute. So it it didn't, it didn't worsen his appearance to me. I will say, once it's shaved off in this episode, you're like, oh, okay, like, this is much better. That's what but his I face looked like. Didn't yeah. really mind it. Yeah, like, the I- thing is, is that if we had the goatee to get to this moment of her shaving it off in the big Kmart, then I think I'm okay with the goatee, right? Oh, so you're okay with it because it led to this moment. That's what I'm saying. I can see that. Yeah, by the way... Fair. It looks like I'm looking at the U.S. popularity of the name America, and it seems like the highest it got in the rankings was 2001, which honestly makes a lot of sense, uh, where it placed 400th. I mean, there is America Ferrara, right? Right. Um, And then on top of that, Where the Heart Is was, I felt like Where the Heart Is was a big movie. I don't know if that was just me. I remember seeing it. Now, here, this is All interesting. That. This is interesting. Yeah. It ranked the lowest uh, 
starting 2016. <laughs> and this is just wonder facts. why. This is facts. I are. These are facts. These are facts. I'm looking at this beautiful uh, line graph, and it's just facts. That's and what as happened. they say, facts are facts. So, so yeah, plummeted actually. Incredible, incredible. Um, Lindy, anything else you want to bring to the table in terms of season six before we hop into, into this episode? You said like, I don't even care about anything that happened. Like this is the beginning of season six in your mind. I mean, yeah, if I was trying to, before this rewatch, when I was following along with the podcast, if you asked me, okay, what happens in the first half of season six? I would be like, um, I don't remember because it never sticks with me. I could do it a little better now that I just watched it. But yeah, honestly, I would be like, what happens in season six? Oh, yeah. Castaways. That happens. And I know oh. all about that. But it's funny because in this episode, we're not really going to be discussing any of the other characters besides Facey and Joey. Um, but I will just say overall this season, Jen's hair won on earth. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's a tragedy for Jen as a character in general. But like the hair, it really does look like someone attacked her with a pair of scissors in like the worst way. I had a dream about Jen, not Michelle Williams, Jen Lindley. Uh, a couple of nights ago uh her hair was fine so obviously it was a fabrication (laughs) she said the most ups and downs with her hair i would say across all the seasons um all right let's let's hop into season six episode 15 castaways where we start off at this like very fancy dinner um it's uh, who even who even knows or cares why they're here but it's Casey, a benefit dinner i'm trying to read the sign there's an ice sculpture which means you know it's fancy that's how you know it's for networking for networking oh, it's Boys. for networking is the ice sculpture just a giant ice dollar bill sign no it's a goose <laughs> which it's a swan. okay it's the oh, new it's england decent swans are kind of like the same thing all right i got it okay it's the fifth annual benefit dinner and ball honoring the new england preser preservation foundation of east beaten funded generously provided by numbers numbers incorporated yeah that's what it says that yeah Yeah. see again who really cares because it doesn't matter and it's too many words it was a lot. Of, it was a very wordy sign. That's true. Yeah. But this is this looks like a beautiful event. I would love to come to this event. Yeah, we have a very fancy dinner uh, at the table. Joey has decided it was best to take her shoes off. Um, like, yeah. you know, she's yeah. she's one of us. She's the, like a total regular person. The dogs were out, right? The, do- <laughs> the dogs were out. And so uh, she's like she's Pacey's date here. Date in quotes. And so she goes like under the table to get her shoes and she notices this woman's hand is on Pacey's leg. Interestingly enough, I think it's very funny, Lindy, that there's like a continuity error when like Joey pulls her head up. This woman's hands are nowhere near Pacey's lap. (laughs) But Joey, (laughs) yeah, and Joey is very like surprised by this and she like bangs her head on the table after she sees it like (gasps) shocking. Yeah, her arms are on the table, which I've always heard was very rude to do. That's no elbows, like I think. Bad etiquette. Uh, yeah. 
I will say that um, Ms. Joey Potter looks absolutely beautiful tonight. No wonder PC yes. wanted to kiss her ever since he saw her in that dress. Joey's hair in this episode is incredible. Like, it's very good. That it's that it's like curls up. It just it just looks so beautiful. I've always I've always thought that Joey's she hair in this stunning. episode. Yeah, because yeah. usually it's very straight and kind of boring. Um, but she added some like little flippy curls. She does still have the very much grown out roots, but that's okay. We're it's willing to forgive it because of the texture. It doesn't bother me as much because yeah. there's movement, so it's it's not as obvious when it's pinned straight, and you can see that like harsh line. Or maybe she got like a little bit. Maybe the highlights like dragged up a little. Like maybe she got it touched mm. up. Who knows? I can't say. So. She's very disturbed and she kind of gives him a hard time for flirting with this random blonde girl with a horrible side bang. And because <sighs> um, the that girl came with a date too. And and Joey yeah. finds out that Pacey's been telling her that Joey is his sister. <laughs> sure, yes. <sighs> yes, of course. Yeah. So uh basically she says, I want to go home now. I have to read an entire book. An entire book. I don't understand why she's constantly book. leaving reading entire books for school until like the night before. Uh Lindy, is the curriculum curriculum rigorous and they just have to read like a new book every day? Or is Miss Joey Potter too busy? Um, at galas and all this random <laughs> shit uh, throughout the day to actually study. Maybe she's a procrastinator like me. I definitely Ooh. tried to read, you know, a whole book in one day for college before. Um, but that's really just about time management. I don't think you would ever need to read a book a day unless you put it to the last minute and, you know, you're supposed to have read the whole thing by tomorrow, but you could have spent two weeks on it. She's definitely a procrastinator. Like she, mm -hmm. she's so she is. She just leaves everything to the last minute, which I feel like is not very Joey like as we knew her as a youngin. But you know, she's actually having a little bit of fun in college, so who can blame her? She demands to go home right now, and Pacey tells the blonde with the unfortunate side bang that he has to go. But they make this agreement um let's meet back in one hour you ditch your fake sister i'll ditch my dates and she makes a joke fake brother but it's not her brother and we'll meet back in an hour uh how's this plan everybody do we like it i just like i feel like it's already very late but that's just me like okay. i feel like they Jessica? could meet up somewhere else besides this place they okay they're being mysterious but also like, there's still a lot of party left to be had at this party. I guess so. Uh, there's the it's not the, the worst plan. Are there. Yeah, it's not, it's not the worst plan, Lindy, to be like, all right, you ditch yours, I'll ditch mine, meet back in an hour. But if they're going to do that, why not just ditch their dates right now and leave right now together? Why take an hour when so many things could go wrong and get in the way of that? Because Joey didn't bring her own car and Uber wasn't a thing. 
Oh, <laughs> and there's po- there's no yes. possible public transit in Boston, as well, we all I know. I mean, they're in the suburbs. <laughs> no, they're they in were, the suburbs. They were like in the suburbs. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they are that. in the suburbs. Yeah, but that so- was my thought too. Okay. I was like, why doesn't she just take an Uber home? And then I was like, <laughs> bitch, there is no Uber. There's no Uber. You are privileged. And you are. There's no Uber yeah. to be and, had. And they're trying to keep this from their their dates, right? So, um, so Joey like comes back up for air. She has her shoe. And Pacey's like, all right, let's go. Uh, uh, and he, Joey asks, like, oh, do you have a hot date? And he says, no, but a beautiful woman did offer to just have sex with me. No strings attached. And, like, he's being pretty serious. But, like, she doesn't take him seriously. <laughs> she thinks he's joking. And I'm like, Joey, you should have known the whole time. He said it, <laughs> said it right there. He said, I mean, he was being honest. And you cannot fault Pacey for that. Mm-hmm. And I do love when they so they're in the car and they're uh, they're driving and Joey says, "What's happening to my butt right now?" And seat warmers in a car are elite if you live in a place where it gets cold. I have seat warmers in my car, and in the winter, when your little tush is frozen, it's 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 elite. I wish I had a a heated steering wheel as well, but that you know that's extra bougie. My car didn't come with that. Lindy, have you ever sat on a, a, a warmed car seat uh i i have experienced that but my car does not have that <laughs> it's it's so cozy sarah like if you've never experienced I have it, it. I have you german have it ca- i have a german car he literally said that all german cars have this there you go isn't it incredible it's pretty good yeah yeah uh so pacey he's like we have to dr- stop somewhere first it's gonna delay you like two minutes joey of course again freaking out i have to read an entire book before hetson's class and you know what i have to say to that joey screw hetson hetson sucks like we don't care about hetson uh she cares about hetson she always cares about hetson also if you're babysitting for your daughter like can't she be left alone yeah also i'm gonna agree with pc when we get to a little bit later about like the actual book she has to read and why she's reading it in college but um they get to Kmart of all places. Big Kmart. And, don't be disrespectful. Yeah. I'm sorry. This it's is a big Kmart. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to size shame this Kmart. Like, this is the biggest Kmart. I mean, yeah. And I love, uh, it feels like an ad for Kmart. Lady. Oh, it totally when, is. It is. Joey says, you're traipsing around the world's largest superstore. <laughs> yeah. Later on, she says something along the lines of like, this place has everything we need. We has like uh, healthcare stuff. It has blah blah blah. Yeah, it has all here. the latest technology. It's great. I love this it. Made this made me. This made me want to go to Kmart, but yes. I don't think that's a thing in this day and age. <laughs> okay, hold on. There's a Kmart in um, Westwood, New Jersey, which is uh, the town that I was born in, and it looks so sketchy now. <laughs> yeah, because no one goes in Kmart anymore. Like I remember yeah. back in the day yeah. when locally there was not only just a Kmart but also an Ames. I don't know if anybody remembers Ames. I think no. they were owned by the same company, and it was like, yeah, that was where you would go. Like we were talking about this pre-pod, but if this were made in a modern day, which I don't even know if you could do because you'd definitely be able to get out of the store. 
Um, but if this were made in modern times, it would certainly be like a target. That's where they'd be trapped. If you yeah. want to do the less bougie version it, ber- version, it would be a Walmart. But I think Target would be the one. But I love that it's at a big Kmart. Like, it just feels so, like, nostalgic and of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, big, big Kmart had Little Caesars. It had so many amazing memories. It had uh, Mary Kane Ashley's clothing brand, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, my best <laughs> memory at big Kmart was um i was shopping for my college dorm room with my two friends from high school and we were like shopping around doing the thing entire cart big cart full and then we get to the checkout line everything is rung up and then i realized i forgot my wallet and my friend shelly has not lived it down to this day wow yeah she's nasty she responded to me all the time for it she must have paid no, I had to leave and then Shelly didn't pay. Shelly was 17 years old. Oh, actually, I should ask her, why did you not pay for my? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so Joey decides to go inside too. They park out in like the middle of the parking lot somewhere because PC doesn't want his super fancy car to be hit by two ruffians playing with shopping carts. Um, and Joey comes in because she's cold and she has to pee and it's a whole thing. And this is where I start to get question a little bit of their decision making, Lindy, because they try to get in and it's obviously like closed and there's a security guard who lets someone else out and they decide they're going to sneak inside. But Lindy, I'm like, obviously, if you have to sneak inside, it's closed. Yeah, this is terrible customer behavior. I think they justify it by saying, like, we just need to be really quick and there's people still inside. So we can just be like, pretend we were already in there. Um, Obviously, look, I'm going to excuse this for the sake of this episode (laughs) and what ends up (laughs) happening. But in real life, yeah, don't do this. This would be miserable. Like, here's the thing. Every I mean, I feel like we've all worked some sort of customer service facing job you know I didn't work retail but I have worked food service and there's nothing more annoying than like you're trying to break down your register and like get all the money out and everything and then you get this last minute customer oh I just need one thing bitch too bad we closed you see the time you know (laughs) uh yeah so they sneak inside um and uh and so yeah pacey has said he needs laundry detergent and i don't understand joey's response of like i've never seen you do laundry it's like joey do you think he just buys new clothes like of course he does laundry he's a freaking human being (laughs) he's an adult now his parents never definitely never did his laundry to be honest with you no like emma like sits there and does his laundry as if maybe jack does it for him actually that I can see. That I would that I would see as being correct, yeah. Um, so Joey's going to go off to the bathroom. And, of course, PC's going to go to the condom aisle. And there are, like, 70 brands of condoms. Like, there's so many condoms. And I don't blame PC for standing and kind of being like, which one? Because there's so many options. And then we get this, like, rando worker named George who, like, Let's be fair. He looks high. Like this, there's 100%. no way this is a sober employee. 
walks over and he's like, hey, we're going to close in like a few minutes. Uh, and then he just like, <laughs> he just stares at PC who's picking out condoms and he's just like, nice. <laughs> okay, but he, okay, but this is what he picked out. He picked out the Trojan ends. I'm pr- it was either it was the light blue box it was either the spermicide ones or it was either the one that's not the spermicide ones and those are not like sexy condoms to buy but also they're very affordable and you can buy them from Amazon for a very affordable price I think it was unlubricated based on no it wasn't unlubricated that's that's what I'm seeing when I'm no looking. those are the condoms that I may or may not buy they're lubricated trust me I'm telling you, you the truth. I know those not. condoms. Okay, I believe you. It's just hard to see because it's not HD. That's monstrous. You know, it's not HD quality. Who's buying? Also got a very small box. Um, but yeah. So it he gets the condoms. What do you think? Do you think that a they have a three pack? Yes. It just feels like a waste of money to buy only a three pack of condoms. Do you think that he's gonna come to this blonde girl's house with a huge like? trunk full of condoms don't be leave the rest in there no but then you're bringing an open box to a random girl's house that's not that's very rude that's rude i i have to agree with jess on this one he can save money by buying a bigger box and leave the extras in his car he's only gonna have sex three more times in his life like i don't know i don't know the integrity of a condom like if you can leave it in the cold car and no you're not supposed to it'll probably freeze and break all right and that's how you get pregnant okay Um, 36 um for 1422 this this exact you too can have sex just like pacey uh (laughs) on amazon.com for 14 for 36 look what a deal oh wait wow. oh no yeah we can't see it because uh for those obviously no one can see sarah but sarah has decided to troll the entire world by changing her background to panera um which means that when she tries to show us her phone we can't see it so oh well you know You're for punished. only 9.99 a month you there's can get no free. no they're not free they're not free they're it 9.99 is, a month pretty sure it's free anyway moving on from that Sips. Um, so Joey comes running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, Lindy's done. Lindy's had it, Sarah. Are you are you Do happy? you get this from Adam too, or is it just me? You all talk about the Sips Club relentlessly. Yeah. <laughs> Relentless is the perfect word. Thank you, Lindy. You've <laughs> upset Lindy. I hope you're happy. I have not upset Lindy. She looks devastated. Okay, so she no, I'm so okay. <laughs> so uh yeah, so Pacey starts walking towards the register and he um you know is about to buy the condoms and then joey comes up and is like we have a major emergency i need you to escort me to the bathroom this is so dumb okay because okay so the woman's bathroom is out of order and this is a this is actually kind of perfect because very recently i went to a restaurant like mm-hmm. literally a few days ago and i was like i gotta go to the bathroom okay go back to the back of the restaurant and now each of the bathrooms because they have men's and women's which again gender who cares about bathrooms but whatever um it's like they're each 
one toilet in there. So you open the door and there's the toilet and sink and everything. It's not like a bunch of stalls or anything like that. Okay. And there was someone in the women's bathroom. And I felt so awkward just standing out there because I know how it could be when you know someone is like waiting and it's like awkward. And there was no one in the men's bathroom. And I was like, well, what the hell? Who cares? I'm just going to go use the men's bathroom. Get in there. Close the door. Sit down. Thankfully, did not start doing my business because there was no toilet paper in the men's bathroom. So then I had to just get up and go into the women's anyway. But, but the thing is, it's not a big deal for Joey to be using the men's bathroom. And then she says like, oh, well, the door doesn't close. Bitch, the store is closed. Like, who's going to use your foot? Like, who's going to be coming in here? Um... I think the issue is that this is a big Kmart and big Kmarts don't have one stalls. I definitely think that this is a full on large bathroom. Well, then who cares? She says the outer door doesn't close. So then just, just use the stall. Who's going to see you? Just this is Joey Potter. She's a prude. She doesn't want to go into the bathroom where boys can come in. <sighs> She doesn't even want to say the S word in front of Pacey. Somebody that she's already boned. What's the S word? Sex? Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. Lindy, how, how do you feel? If you went into a bathroom where the outer door doesn't lock, but there are plenty of stalls and it's closing time at the store, are you worried about someone seeing you in there? Well, yeah, it doesn't make sense. If, like, if it's a bathroom with stalls... There doesn't need to be a lock on the outer door for you exactly. to use it. Okay. And there were and, stalls because we did see it in the episode. They were in there. And I think it was a large getting that this is Joey Potter. Well, that's my point. I, She's no, too I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think it makes sense that Joey reacts this way. But yes, it's close to closing. There's literally no one else there. So I think she should be fine to use it. But this is Joey. So she's just too much sometimes so yeah so they come out of the they come out of the store and she's just like hey why weren't you in the laundry section uh and suddenly all the lights start turning off they get locked inside the security guy doesn't see them and joey yells at pacey because he parked in another zip code so they're definitely not going to realize that someone is still in the store uh and yeah they are they are officially locked in the big kmart which oh no yeah uh too bad so sad and they don't have well i guess they do have cell phones but maybe they left them in the car or something i yeah i'm very excited this was exciting to me i feel as though um this was the makings of a great concept this was on the sticky wall for a while and i'm glad that we finally got here you know what i mean Oh, th this is what they had on their board. Like two yeah. characters get trapped in a big Kmart. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, they're they're freaking out. They're trying to like bang on the walls and nobody or the door. Nobody will listen to them. Very concerning. Of course, Joey automatically is like, but I have to read a whole entire book. <laughs> That's what she's concerned about. He's thinking about his hookup. Of course he is, because he bought he got the condoms. He's ready to go. Uh, and so Lindy, they try to find a phone to call outside. And Joey, Joey finds the phones that are just like the intercom, like clean up on aisle four. <laughs> Which I feel like I would have yeah, had a lot of fun. She does say that 
Oh, definitely. If you were alone in a store, I would totally like make fake announcements over the yes. intercom. Um, but yeah, she said she left her cell phone in the car. So I like that they explained that because I was kind of like, do people have cell phones at this point in time? Apparently she does, but she left it in the car. Rookie mistake, Joey. Why would yeah. you do that? Like, obviously, today by today's standards, that would never be an excuse because no human being is not having their phone on their person at all times. But back in this day, like, it makes a lot of sense. There weren't, like, a zillion apps you had on your phone. It was, like, literally just to call or text. So there wouldn't be a reason she would have it on her. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so her she left not only her phone but her purse in the car as well. Um, and so they decide, okay, well, let's go to the employee break room. There must be pay phones in there. Uh, and they called the police station, but this, this also made sense to me, Sarah, that like the people there are like, this isn't an emergency. Like you have everything you could possibly need in this big Kmart. I guess so. I guess so. They did not call the emergency line, by the way. They called like the regular police line. I understand that's not an emergency, but don't you think that the manager of the Big K Bar would want to know and release these two people? Yeah. The other thing I was thinking is, okay, they're in the employee break room. Is there not like a, a, like a paper posted with like people's phone numbers and you would stuff think, or like a in manager's the office. phone number yeah yeah i mean but not that we're honest, trying to poke holes in the story because we no because it. it's a perfect it's a perfect we can't meet this with logic you know no. so no. um surprise surprise these two are bickering it starts early very early lindy because joey's like i have a book to read and pacey's like yeah like we really need to get you home to read that book like i certainly don't have plans but you do well, the bickering started in the very first scene when they were still at dinner. Like, they've been That's going true. all mm-hmm. night. This is yeah. no different. It's their foreplay. It's Has only going to get worse, though. Be. Yeah. Yeah. It and is. This is, <laughs> this is when Pacey figures, finds out that the book that Joey has to read is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And I, too, question this because I read this in high school. And I also just don't understand like what Hetson is going to be teaching about fear and loathing in Las Vegas. So it's- what's the, I I know of the movie uh, because I had like a really unfortunate Johnny Depp obsession in high school. Ugh. Yeah. But um, what, like what's, what is it about? I mean, it's like, it's a Hunter S Thompson novel. Um, and it's like a, like it's kind of written in like a journalistic type of way. And it is, it is about chasing the uh, American dream. It was written in like the seventies, but I just, it, I don't know. It doesn't feel like college why is material. It, yeah. Why is it juvenile to you and should not be a college? Do, do you rem- remember? I don't remember all the plot points. No, mm-hmm. but I do. I will say like, it does feel like it's written in more of like a, you could read this in high school and get it. Okay. And so Hudson little... is like very uppity. Sure. And so that's why I was like, he feels like someone who would assign some like really dense, dense readings and fear and Lo- loathing in Las Vegas is not dense by any means. Got it. Okay. And it's I've only 204 it. pages. So I would say Joey could certainly read this in a night very easily. In fact, oh, she yeah. could probably read it in a couple of hours, depending on yeah. how quickly of a reader she is. Okay. <laughs> so um, she's also very cold. And her coat's not good enough. 
Yeah. We know that Joey's the queen of coats. She says it just looks good. She is the queen of coats. Yeah, she's not into logical coats. She's just like, this is not made to look nice. It's just made. It's made to look nice. It's not made to keep me warm. Seems like a mistake if you live in the Northeast, but you know. Um, so she gets Pacey's coat. Uh, and meanwhile, has Pacey trying to like get someone on the line to basically be like, come rescue us. Uh, and she finds, of course, she sticks her hands in his pockets where they don't belong, and she finds the condoms and leave it to Joey Potter, Lindy, to say, Oh, I found these prophylactics in your pocket. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, well, first of all, Pacey puts the coat on her. And so already we've got that intimacy going on. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, where's this going? It's going to be a wonderful night. Um, I disagree that she shouldn't stick her hands in the pockets. Maybe her hands were cold too. But yes, immediately when she finds these, she is so judgy. Like, Joey, yeah. what do you like? should he hook up with someone and not buy condoms like what do you want from him that'd be even worse of course um yeah i mean i'm just like of course i would be poking in the pockets to be honest with you that'd be like my first thing yeah I'm but i also don't think you would be inner pockets no you wouldn't be judgy about it though you would just be like spill the tea who are these oh, for yeah, exactly that's true whereas joey is very much like why do you need birth control suddenly uh, what are these doing in here? Well, maybe this is she... why we stopped. Hold on, hold on. Is there any possibility that she thought that he got them for them? <laughs> no. And that's so. why she was... No, because she's clueless. She does not. She's... She would have been, like, thrilled at that. But no. Okay. She knows they're not for her. So she's yeah. not happy. So she's unhappy because of that. Okay. And yeah, she because she immediately says like, oh, it's that girl from the party, right? And uh, this is where we get, it gets a little touchy because she says, you were on a date with me, but you picked up another girl. And then she gives a dig at that girl by saying she had questionable fashion sense. She um, was a rent-a-date that was not an authentic date. Exactly. Which is what Pacey says, which I agree with. That was not an authentic date. Like, you, this is not like you guys were actually dating. Pacey is free to do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say that the condoms very boldly say lubricated. They Thank do. God. I just saw. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So... She is unhappy, but what else is new from Joey Potter? Her yeah, and Joey is just like, oh, oh, my entire night is ruined because of your booty call. Um, which this is not a booty call, Joey. Like they literally just met. This woman did not call him. Uh, anyway, it's fine. Um, but Pacey, this is where we get the very like beginnings of the like, well, we don't talk about sex. So Lindy, Pacey asserts, you and I. We don't have, we don't talk about sex. That's why our friendship has lasted this long. It's because we we just don't talk about it. Well, I do love that, you know, he asks, like, why do you think our friendship works? And she's like, because we suck at meeting new people. <laughs> that is <laughs> so I true, feel like A great That's joke about true. all the creep creeps and how they're, like, still the only yeah. people in their circle. <laughs> um, I do love a meta but- joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um 
I don't know. I've never really thought about like, oh, why why can they be friends? It's because their memories were wiped after season four and they never talked about <laughs> anything. But that's not the same as what Pacey is saying. But they're trying to explain it retroactively and like, okay, sure, I guess. But if you watch seasons five and the first half of six, it just doesn't make any sense. And so they have to explain it and this is what they went with. Yeah, and there's like some weird um wordage about like oh you can press the memory erase button with dawson but i don't know if it was in the scene or a different one but i was just like ooh, this is like very personal like yeah that was kind of a big dig um yeah and pacey says like well we were more than just friends before uh but like and he and joey's like yeah but not anymore and he's like okay but the damage is already done like that's why we don't talk about like what we like we both may be having sex but we're not gonna talk talk about it it. i mean Um, but why would you talk about sex with your ex exactly exactly um even if you were friends with them i feel like that's kind of weird well, and I also think it's part of the reason that Joey and Dawson have so many issues. Because <laughs> like, they're very open about it. They're two in each other's business. Also, Pacey is drinking opened orange juice from the staff refrigerator. Like, sir? Is? You, <laughs> yes, you don't know where that orange juice is from. Like, Why right? did I like, not notice that? <laughs> yeah, like, it, like, but like, seriously, because like, it's you don't know who's been drinking from that orange juice bottle. Somebody could be like one of those people that drink it from like the spout. You know? Gross. Casey, you're kind of gross. This and it's orange juice. Why are you drinking orange juice at like midnight? He's fucking thirsty. I don't know. <laughs> Grab a, a water or go. Oh my god. I don't know. He's thirsty for something. Okay. Oh! He's definitely thirsty for something. That is true. So oh yeah, so this gosh. is when this is when Dawson gets brought into the whole situation. Um, because Joey says, like, oh, so the only way we can be friends with each other, you're saying, is to just not talk about our sex lives. Yes. And we should just pretend that that doesn't exist. And Pacey, like Pacey always does, brings Dawson into it and says, oh, it works for you and Dawson. And Joey immediately gets, like, very upset and very defensive about it. I mean, to be honest, it's like a low blow, like I said. It is a low blow, but also, like... I understand where he's coming from. And it is annoying because Lindy, like everything about Pacey and Joey always ends up coming back to Pace or to Joey and Dawson. And like, I'd be kind of tired of hearing Dawson's name as well. So like I, in this conversation, I understand where Joey is coming from because she's like, you know, Basically, she's like, you broke up with me is, is at the end of the day. And then here he is bringing up, you know, Dawson. And you weren't upset enough when we broke up. And it's like, okay, like, I'm like, what do you want from me? So I'm on Joey's side in this conversation personally. Yeah, I understand like her frustration with him constantly bringing up Dawson, especially because this next thing that he says is like, it very much seems like he's just hurt. By like how everything went down post breakup with them where he says like you obviously don't care who I have sex with like it you wouldn't it wouldn't bother you whatsoever 
And Joey brings up a good point of like, um, you banged my roommate for like a whole year. Obviously, I've had plenty of time to get used to the idea of like you sleeping with other people. And Pacey is very much trying to be around the bush, Sarah. And we all know what happened last episode, but it seems like Joey doesn't remember. And so because they're like, Pacey is talking with the knowledge of what happened last episode where Joey and is talking without that knowledge. Was she really that like drunk that she forgot that moment? I don't know. I guess it seems like it. Ah, that's so unfortunate because it was kind. Of, it was kind of a big deal. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like obviously he is trying to not be super obvious. The fact that he still has massive feelings for her, and she's in the dark and clueless like usual. So. We're in this like really weird situation where they're fighting. She also is like, you know, I don't want to be seen as like the child's version of myself from the creek. Like, I want you to see me as an adult. Like, I can talk about sex and it could be like, you know, I don't want to look like the prude that I've always looks like looked like to you. So I don't know. Like they're the dynamic is very weird and she kind of storms off. Um, she probably runs, which is her favorite. She thing. loves to run. And I, you know what? Like, it really feels like Pacey has been holding a lot of this in oh, since yeah. like since they broke up. Because Years. he he brings up like it wouldn't have killed you to be upset for a few months. Uh, and he and again, he brings up Dawson. Like, this feels like very much like same old, same old. Pacey's bringing Dawson into his relationship with Joey, but he says, like, I'm not asking for a lifetime you've devoted to feeling bad about Dawson, but a few weeks would have been like preferable. Okay. And- hold on. Let's, let's be realistic. Pacey after the breakup, after you gra- well, before you graduated high school, you didn't even show up to the graduation. You left on the boat. You have no fucking clue what Joey had been going through that summer. Like you don't know, like the emotional toll I had on her. And she started school. She didn't even know that you were in Boston. She had no clue because you kept it from her. So all these words of him saying, like, you didn't care. Like, you, I I know that Joey had a, like, a boyfriend that summer. But as soon as it got, like, remotely serious, she, like, broke up with him. Because she's like, I don't love him the way that I loved Pacey. So it's like you're not being fair like she did mourn your relationship but she also started college that like fall and she was just trying to live her life i mean here's the thing there's a real reason why he feels this way and then there's like a joke reason why he feels this way my joke reason is that eddie is exactly like pacey and he's pissed that like Joey basically replaced him with like a shittier version of himself. Okay. But I think the real answer, Lindy, is that he's always felt this way. Like he's, I think he's mostly upset that he's not over Joey and Joey seems to be over him. And so he's digging up all these, this like old shit that they've gone through to throw at her to make her feel bad because he himself is like, I'm still in love with you, and it's really upsetting that you don't have the same feelings towards me right now. Yeah, it's just frustrating because, again, like, look at what Pacey has done. He dated Audrey for a long time. Yeah. And, like, 
like Sarah was saying, he left right after he broke up with Joey. So he didn't see what she was doing in those few months. He wishes she was like upset about him. So she definitely would have been upset. So I don't think that any of this argument from him is valid. I think and he broke up with her and it's like, okay, so you want her to sit around and be upset about it forever when you're the one who ended things like mm-hmm. come on yeah i think that you're you guys are right like I, I i really feel as though like what's bothering pacey the most is that like he has feelings for her and he feels like he's being like very overtly obvious about it yeah but seemingly she has no feelings for him um and i also think that this could be him remembering how the beginning of their relationship was too like he was like feeling her and liking her but felt like they weren't quite on the same page and it needed Mm -hmm. some convincing on his end to get her to be with him so maybe that's what he's like reacting big to uh the fact that you know it feels like he's always chasing her which in my opinion, is my biggest notch in the, like, like is Jossie, like, the perfect couple that we think they are or hope that they will be? Because it's not, it's never been, and it probably will never be Joey making the big grand gestures to prove to Pacey that he yeah. deserves a, to be loved. It's always Pacey picking up all the slack. Like, I love what pacey does in this episode but it would be so much more meaningful to me if joey did it and that's yeah, like what i want to see as soon as joey does any sort of grand romantic gesture or really fights for pacey guys i'm all in i'll join the club not a problem but i need to see joey pick up the slack here The problem is that Pacey wants her to realize all of this stuff without him having to say it. And I, I, for one, I think it's like a little bit of a false premise. Like, I think you need to be open and communicate, but I feel like he too feels like Sarah is saying, like, I'm always the one making these grand gestures. I need you to get there on your own. And then like, we can talk about it, but they get interrupted because the phone rings And they're like, oh, are we going to finish this? And Pacey's like, we could live forever. And like, we're never just going to finish this. So it's, they they basically like find out, okay, well, we're going to just hang tight here. The cops will eventually come and let us out. Freezing ice. It's a little dangerous out. Yeah. They're they're just supposed to wait around uh, until the, the cops get there. But yeah, I do agree with you, Sarah, about the whole, like, grand romantic gesture thing. Like, that's always been Pacey's M.O. And I feel like, Lindy, part of Pacey's problem is that he's always felt like he's the one putting in the effort. And that, like, he's the one who is is loves Joey more than she loves him and has never been good enough for her. And I think, like, a lot of those insecurities tend to come out in comparisons to Dawson and her relationship with Dawson. And so of course he's going to bring Dawson back up. And of course that's going to upset her. So really like, it's interesting that this 
whole thing takes place in season six because it feels more at home in like a season three or four, you know? Yeah. In season three, he he is saying to her, like, I can't always be the one giving you all the answers. And like, if you even felt a shred of what I feel for you, like we wouldn't be having this conversation right now about like, you know, what they were going to do. That was back in season three. And this feels the same way. It's like, I can't be giving you the answers. Like if you felt for me what I felt for you, like we wouldn't be arguing like this right now. Like if you mm-hmm. felt for me what you feel for Dawson, like you would have been upset about me forever. Like, yeah, he just to can't fair, get past the Dawson comparison. I know. To be mm-hmm. fair, long-term relationships, it's often like this. You are often fighting about the same thing over and over and over again because when you're younger, it didn't get resolved because you don't have those communication skills to resolve it. They were having yeah. these fights when they were 16 years old. And I, they were too afraid to like, there are certain things that you're like too afraid or to, the relationship is to too new. I, fight, I can't, I barely can speak now about my feelings. Like, you know, like to expect a 16 year old to do the same is, mm-hmm. you know, unrealistic. So I think that like, I, I really like, you know, understand why the fight, the argument is over and over again. Um, I just like really, really, really want Joey to put in the amount of effort. Like it would mean the world to Pacey for someone who just feels so unlovable all the time from his family and like from his friends. It would mean the world to him for somebody to step up for him as he does for everybody else. And I hate that Joey gets to play the damsel in distress where everybody has to like run and chase after her and like and and she doesn't have to everyone's trying to make her happy but when is she trying to make everybody else I will say I'm not even generally a Joey defender most of the time sure in this situation though whether or not we want to call her like putting her head in the sand to like completely like not get what's going on I do think she doesn't understand that Pacey still has feelings for her. Like how? I, 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 because she just like she's freaking Joey. Like she he just like doesn't stares get. at her from corners like a fucking okay. vampire. What? <laughs> He's obsessed with her. Okay. I mean, I just think she doesn't believe it, and yeah. so she's like, maybe she's doing it on purpose. Like maybe she's purposefully ignoring it because she doesn't want to go back into all of that and those feelings and the hurt and the trauma and the how they left things and all of that or because of Audrey right like there's a million reasons that maybe she doesn't want to get back into it but like regardless I think she's not quite understanding exactly what's going on and if she does have feelings for Pacey I also can see her very much like suppressing those feelings not wanting to address it I think that's possible so um but yeah so they i'm just trying to like get on fully on board so i'm just like voicing you know like everybody this is what you would need to feel like everyone wants me to drink the jossie juice they want me to be full in i feel like there's an expectation as of this episode that i should be full in and i am just voicing my feelings as to why i am not drunk off the jossie juice Mm-hmm. I'm a little tipsy off the Jossie juice after this, but still, which has been my complaint the entire time, it's all of Pacey's doing. 
and very little of Joey's in regards to effort. But let's just move forward uh, because we have a little montage of what they're doing. I love that. Um, I guess Joey is looking for fear and loathing in Las Vegas, the book, which is was my idea when I first realized that she was trapped in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does not find the book, but she winds up organizing all the books, which is also something I can totally see myself doing. This seems very satisfying, Lindy, to like pull all the books out of this basically, it looks like a big bargain bin almost, and like organize them all. But how is she organizing them? Like they they belong in the bin. So how can you organize <laughs> that giant bin? Maybe by genre and then she stacks them? But then how would people see the bottom of the stack? I don't think she's concerned <laughs> with that. You can't organize. What if you put them sideways bin? and then oh. you can see the binds, the binding of each this one, binds. which has the title, and then you just kind of like you know That's pretty good That's maybe a pretty good idea but she it's does impossible. find the dvd um and meanwhile we have like pacey pacing around electronics which has just so many disposable cameras <laughs> oh the disposable cameras is so like, many i i i guess this is what it was it was just i almost wish disposable cameras i almost hmm. wish they had taken advantage of the disposable ca- I, I wish that like one of them had thought to take one of the disposable cameras and document this evening that would have been cute right i feel like that's a very i mean obviously nowadays we all cell phones with cameras and stuff but come on lindy wouldn't that have been adorable okay i was thinking they should have taken one of the video cameras and like done like video of their night Mm. and that would have been like Okay, now it's no longer Dawson's making the movie. Now it's a Jossie <gasps> movie. Okay. Oh. Lindy just took my idea and was like, let me elevate it times fucking a billion. That's incredible. <laughs> yes. I love that. Just be like, you know, you think that you are the video maker. We are the video makers. We are Watch the artists. Watch us make our sex tape. Just kidding. We're not they've no. Been, <laughs> no. They've been the star of the show since the beginning when they were like in Dawson's movie. And now they could like create their own story. Wouldn't that yeah. be beautiful? Ever since, lest we forget them looking for snails. I haven't forgotten. That was the first hints of the, the the chemistry you know between them uh and uh so this is when pacey like uses the pa system to get her over to electronics and like sarah was saying i mean another grand gesture by pacey he really is the king of grand gestures like I, I will say um to anybody out there who's listening to us that is still on the young side. So like, you know, in your teens or maybe like in your early twenties, I just want to caution you because I will say as someone who like when, when I was probably 17 to 20 ish, I watched so much TV and movies, especially rom-coms where like, I thought that grand gestures were like a given in every relationship. But I will say, I don't think that's the reality for most relationships. And if you're relying on grand gestures for a, for your relationship for a lot of it, I feel like you may have problems because if you're constantly in a state where there needs to be a grand gesture to like make up or prove your love to someone, it doesn't feel like the most healthy of relationships. So I just want to caution anybody out there who watches stuff like this and then is like, this is what romance is. 
Jess, I why are you know. being so mean to me? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> it's so offensive. Like, you it's... were ruining every single Pisces Venus's heart. <laughs> I know with my Virgo Venus heart. Like, this is just not what relationships Stop being are. So, being so... This is the dream. Like, to be honest with you, it's the dream. Like, the... Putting the coat on your shoulders and like you know making big apologies on TV. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's this the is the dream. dream. It's not the reality. But why can't it be the reality? I don't know. Yes, like, why can't like... we dream? <laughs> like why I can't just... I have dreams? Like this is like I don't want somebody to say they're sorry to me. Like you know, next to the disposable cameras, I want somebody to put their face on 100 old ass televisions and like, tell I'm me not, that they love me. I'm not saying you can't have like a romantic gesture every once in a while, but if like your whole relationship is constant, huge gestures, first of all, it feels a little lopsided, but second of all, it feels like, why do you need so many gestures? It's not, it's for Pacey. Pacey does it like for Joey, but also it's like how he shows love. His love language gestures. is romantic gestures. <laughs> We've added one to the bunch. We've added one Grand to the romantic gestures. I don't know, Lindy. Like, I mean, what's not to love about showing your love in the largest scale possible? Pacey's thing has always been true love. All capital letters on the boat, okay? <laughs> you yes. can't expect this man not to make these grand romantic gestures and Jess, why can't we admire that and and dream can, about I just that don't for think, ourselves? I don't think this should be the expectation for a normal relationship. I got I got sucked in when I was like my late teens and I had my first boyfriend and I like thought everything had to be like a rom-com. And when it wasn't, I was so disappointed. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> men just, just have to step up. How oh, we're putting this on the men that they well, should how about the instead of me lowering my expectations, how about they raise their effort? Okay. I they like this. need to watch Dawson's Creek and oh, no. understand the romance that Pacey has. And, yeah. you know, they I need to dream about that I cannot get my husband too. to watch Dawson's Creek. And the thing is, I, I, I Will this. is lacking romantic effort, though. Will, no, Will's Will does not, not lack problem. romantic effort. He's very romantic. I'm, I'm the one who's not at all. Yeah, then you need to step it up. You're the Joey. Oh, not to... being the problem. Ah, that's you so are. mean of you. You just called me the Joey. How many romantic efforts have you put in to your love with William? I mean, probably a lot. I just haven't. I don't know. Like what? Name one. A big grand romantic gesture I've done. Yeah. Yeah, you're really <laughs> I can't hard. think of any. I planned like 90% Total of silence. our wedding. Okay. Does that not count? No. It's filled with romance. Okay. And then have you, whenever you got into a fight, have you ever recorded yourself and put yourself on old ass TVs? I have not. Well, then you haven't done anything. To be fair, we don't fight that often. And they're not like big, big fights like these people on this television have. I want somebody to. Put in all the effort for me and show me that they love me by doing disgustingly large romantic gestures. And why is that so? not going to argue with me that much where we need these like massive gestures. I just want gestures. Hi, you know, it's Sunday. Here's me professing my love to you. 
you know? Okay. All right. Like, why not? All right. Um, Lindy's very concerned. I, <laughs> well, okay. I'm mostly concerned that you keep calling these old ass TVs when these are the latest high tech electronics. <laughs> Lindy, you're right. They that are. Is what Kmart they, offers. That is what Big Kmart offers. You're right. The latest in technology. How disgusting of me to say. Okay, so let's talk about the very new and current and uh, high tech televisions. Yeah, he gives you see a speech on a hundred televisions. All the televisions. I do How like do, this. What's the logistics of this? I don't know. He, I think he, he just I think they're all I think it's already tied to like one input and so he just okay. hooks the camera up to that input. Is this live or did he pre-record this message? I think it's li- live. Okay. I think it's live. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah, so he basically they, says they put their live streams too. <laughs> he says, I'm an ass. Uh, you probably already know that better than most people, perhaps and perhaps better than anyone on earth, but I digress. He says, my proposal is that we leave the past in the past, which is where it belongs, and we try to make the best of the situation, uh, and we get comfortable. And then he says, I bought you something. Well, actually, I procured it. (laughs) He says, it's down there on the counter. uh, And he gave her, like, the cutest set of PJs and slippies. They're kind of ugly, but yeah. The audacity of you. Okay, would you prefer that PC get her, like, skimpy lingerie? Um, I think that we can find like a nice medium between like flannels. I love a matching PJ set. I legit wear mostly matching PJ sets. I want something a little sassier. They look look really cute and comfortable. And it's like they've got, don't they have stars on them? And they're purple. And so it's like, it's like a purple dream. They're looking up at the Mm. stars from their islands that they're castaways on. It works. I'm convinced. All right. I'm convinced. She does have her slippers or sheep. So. They're adorable. And so he says, like, you know what? You were doing something for me that you didn't want to do. And so, uh, you know, as a gesture, you're going to be able to do something that that we're going to do together that I don't want to do. Um, and so she agrees to this plan and they go to the razor aisle, which I was very happy about. Yeah. I gasped and laughed. (laughs) You gasped. (gasps) Razors. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought this was hilarious. So she wants to, uh, him to shave off his, uh, creepy goatee. Yeah, and he's like, how is this going to help you? And she's just like, trust me. I won't have to look at that thing on your face anymore. (laughs) Yeah, so this is also, not only are we sponsored by Big Kmart, we're also sponsored by Gillette. Thank you. Yes, yeah. And so he's like, well, you're going to have to catch me first. And let me tell you, this was for me. Okay, I know I am not your typical romantic person. But, Lindy, this was the best. Like, this is what I would want to do. Play hide-and-seek in a Walmart. I love this. It was so playful. And this is exactly, exactly the reason why I loved Pacey and Joey when they first became a couple. It's because Pacey brings out the fun in Joey in a way that no one else does. And this, for me, was the beginning of, like, here we are, baby. We're back. 
I like that this was where where you were like, okay, yeah, I'm in now. (laughs) (laughs) I was in from second one. But um, yes, I do like the way that they kind of like start circling each other. And it's so playful. So, so flirty. I love it. Yeah, I really like this too. I think it is like really cute. I do agree with you, Jess, that the reason why Pacey and Joey work so well is because I honestly think that they bring out the best versions of each other while Dawson and Joey do not. So I do I do like the fact that like Pacey brings out this like fun side of Joey who we've been saying is like the opposite of fun. And, like, this little chasing is just so cute. It's very playful. Um, and I, I even like Joey's scam on, like, she's like, I know this man so well. He has this hero complex. If I pretend I'm hurt, I know for a fact he's going to come and save me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he did. Of course, he comes running. And then she comes and has uh she's like i have my shaving cream i'm going to shoot you with it um like i got you you're my prisoner now it was very cute i did like this as well and honestly it's like if you're trapped in the big kmart you're going to have fun like you're going to find a way to have Mm -hmm. a good time and this is certainly it uh they're in the bathroom now and it's time for Pacey to shave. And I was very excited for this. And we've been waiting for this we've all been waiting. season. We have been. And I love like, you know, she asks him like, why is this so important to you? And he explains like, it's kind of like a superstitious thing. Like, you know how baseball players don't change their socks if they're on a winning streak. Like this is, I feel like I'm on a winning streak with my job. And, um, and I love that she like backs off in this moment when she hears why it's important to him. Yeah. Lindy, this is where Joey says like, fine, fine. I give up. Like if that's the reason that you think you're like on this hot streak, like I don't want you to like basically lose this hot streak because of me. And so she gives up on the goatee. And let me tell you, Lindy, in real time, when I was watching this, I was like, no, (laughs) that's a goatee. I was. But but Pacey was like so touched. Like, oh, my gosh, she really cares about me and my feelings. Like, you can see it on Mm -hmm. his face. Um, And she's like, so cute. Like, I just wanted to see your face again. Is that a crime? Mm hmm. Yeah, she did say it, like very endearingly. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it, it really got me. Like after the TVs, I really was full in the, it's the story. hide and seek game. It really got you. No, it's not the. It's the TVs. <laughs> the TVs, Jessica. <laughs> the TVs. Um. Okay. So now they're like, okay, we're here. We're staying here. Let's have some fun. They go to the toy aisle and they play Battleship. In the um, tiniest table and chair set known to man that are obviously yeah. for children. <laughs> and I love that Joey treats this like some kind of strategic mastermind game. Battleship I'm like, bitch, is. Battleship is mostly luck. No, it's not. No. Mm-mm. It there's, is. No, just uh, no it's strategic. It's strategic. It's strategic. There there is a, I followed like a certain code or like order of which you uh strategically 
can win at Battleship in a very efficient way. I mean, Will and I have played a lot of Battleship, and at certain points, I just got to the point where I would start spelling things out with my Battleships well, on my board. You're not strategic with it. Right, Lindy? Like, there's, like, a method. Yes, yes. I I don't know, like, what everyone else's method is, but there are ways that you can place them that is way better than other ways. So it, there's totally strategy to it's it. It's avoiding the them. Corners, there's a so method I'm, as I'm well. I'm very into that. You never put the battleships in the corners? I don't know. I, I mean, probably I, not. Um, I don't know, but there's like, I mean, you don't want to share your secret methods with all the listeners. So Actually, they can yeah, win. I don't want to. What happens if I, um, you know, if you suddenly play battleship with if someone? I play battleship? <laughs> okay. I don't want to, I want to win against you. I do own it. So. All right, then let's you play. Wanna, let's play Battleship. Play <laughs> I, think I, I think we own it, too. Let's um, go. And there's, yeah, no. there's definitely methods of which to win. Um, yeah, to sink everyone's battleships. Yeah. So, all right. Joey sucks at Battleship. No one's surprised by that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super surprised. She doesn't seem like someone who spent a lot of time playing board games as a kid. Well, no, because she had to freaking work from the age of, like, three. She was, like, doing dishes in the back of uh, the crab shack the mm -hmm. whole time. Um, but Joey decides now's the perfect time. We have a question for Pacey. Are you happy? Uh, and uh, he, she says, not superficially. We all have our health happy. And he says, why are you? And she says, yeah, I think I am. And I thought this was so fascinating because she says it's not. And she she like points out like there's not like anything super spectacular going on in my life, but I just feel different. I've always had this tendency to assume that change when it happens can only be for the worse. And lately it feels like that's not true. Like whatever's waiting for me out there might not be that bad. And that may not and like not knowing might be the good part. And this to me felt like the biggest change we've seen in Joey Lindy. Like Joey is very much the person who needs to know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. She doesn't like not knowing what her future holds. And it seems like now she's kind of adjusted her mindset to be like, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's a good thing. Yeah. This is very relatable to, you know, be hesitant about change and thinking like oh this change is not going to be good it's going to be bad so I I totally relate to this I love what she's saying of like readjusting her perspective and saying like change could be good like it could be better than it was before and that can be exciting yeah I think it's a good lesson to learn I'm very afraid of change I don't like it um and I can understand I think we've talked about this, like how like Joey's upbringing totally makes sense as to like why she wouldn't be comfortable with change because people were just like being removed from her life, like, you know, unwittingly. So for Joey to be like, maybe change is not that bad shows a great amount of maturity. And I'm proud of her in this moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just. I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of her, too. I feel like she's done a lot of growing, right? Where, like, she she used to fall back on, like, old habits of, like, leaning on Dawson or, you know, um, not really knowing, needing to know wh what the future holds. And it's nice that she no longer feels that way and is, in fact, like, excited that she doesn't know. And Pacey, this felt like 
so such obvious digging of like Pacey's like, oh, it sounds like you really liked that guy. Uh, he's like that Eddie guy. And it's like, Pacey, that's not at all what she said. Um, <laughs> but he obviously is just digging to because he wants to know like if Joey still has feelings for Eddie. Yeah, I was like, that is totally irrelevant. Why are you bringing up Eddie right now? Because <laughs> he's speaking, like he's trying to make it connect. It doesn't connect at all. But he really just wants to know if she still has feelings for Eddie. I think. Does she? No, right? She says the past is in the past. Yeah. So that to me gives a signal of like, ah, eh, we're we're kind of moved on. We're done. Why? Why would she have feelings for Eddie when Pacey is sitting right in front of her? Like, <laughs> yes, because he's the better version of Eddie. Eddie because the, the goatee is still there, Lindy. Duh. Oh God, it's about to leave, Sarah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so she says, but you still haven't answered me. Are you happy? And I think Pacey's answer is like everything you need to know to know he's not happy. Or he says, how could I not be happy? You've seen my car, right? Like, I mean, to me, anybody who's bringing up their car to talk about their own happiness might not be as happy as they could be. Um, And he says, I have everything in my life that I could possibly want except one thing. Uh, And they go and get nachos. (laughs) But the the thing about this is that it's secretly very sweet because what he's saying is that, like, right now in this moment – he has everything he wants, a.k.a. Joey is with him, oh. and now all he needs is nachos. <laughs> oh, that, that is sweet. Um, Gosh. He's such a cutie. But he eats these nachos, which I would never freaking eat in my life. Disgusting. Horrible. I hate that cheese, that, like, yellow cheese, you know? It's that like yellow... fake cheese. It's yeah. so gross. It's like gelatinous cheese. Do you guys like it? Would you eat these nachos? I wouldn't eat these nachos. I would not eat the nachos from Kmart, but like, mm-hmm. especially not <laughs> after they've been good sitting nachos. out all day. Yeah, like I think I'm not gonna turn away a nacho with that type of cheese, but like the ones that have been sitting out all day at Kmart are probably also not the ones I'm going for. Thank God he didn't go for the hot chili that's right next to the cheese. And the pretzels. How long have those pretzels been sitting well, out? Well, that's what Joey says. Why she weren't said the they pretzels. thrown away? Like, it's disgusting. I don't know. Mr. Kmart has a lot of mysteries and it's not nice to question him and all the great that he does. He does say factually correct things like it's never too cold for ice cream. That is true. This is true. That's true. Uh, and uh, I definitely yeah. would have went for if I was hungry. I definitely would have went for packaged food. I, I mean, there's so much of it. You're in a freaking big Kmart. You could probably get tortilla chips like uh, Tostitos, and you could probably get that like Tostitos yellow jar cheese. And I would still yes. not love it, but I would accept it. You know, you could break out a George Foreman grill and cook your own steaks if you really wanted to. Do you think the big Kmart has steaks? I know the target. Yeah, they have grocery section. All right. Then big Kmart really does have everything that you could possibly need. And for only $9.99 a month, you too can go to, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Lindy's face looked like a gas. For $9.99 a month, you can go to Kmart for free. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, and Joey does bring up like, why are you always eating during like these big moments in our relationship? Um, what is she talking about? Like, what other moments was he eating during? 
gosh it seems so reminiscent but um, i don't know something like not I when knew. they had sex oh. when he broke up with her was no they were like at prom but they, they were at eating. prom maybe pacey's just a snacker and whenever they have conversations that are serious he's just snacking yeah i, I cannot know. remember such instances i'm sorry no i have no idea but he does ask like oh what do you want for a snack do you want some cotton candy do you want a pretzel joey okay here's okay so while i said pacey this whole evening has very much been like oh do you still love eddie blah 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 like right he's digging he's digging for information miss josephine potter brings up sex in this episode more than she has ever brought it up in her entire life when he asks if she wants a pretzel why is the first thing she thinks to say is no those were probably made when i was a virgin man <laughs> what because i think that she's trying to be this is joey's way of being flirty to talk like to like circle around talking about sex this is her method of flirtation you know, if you think about it, he said we're friends because we don't talk about sex. Well, now she's talking about it because, mm-hmm. you know, then they're she more than more friends. friends. Very I true. I agree with this assessment, Lindy. Uh, and then Joey is the ultimate just like oh, sad sack, boring. Like he's like, OK, let's go to the candy aisle. And she's like, oh, my gosh, PC, we can't possibly eat candy this late at night we'll rot our teeth out he's like we're in a big kmart we'll get fucking toothbrushes and what does he say he um, like if we want to get we're wild feeling crazy we yeah can we can go floss <laughs> oh, yeah i mean really anything's like to the imagination at this Unbelievable. point yeah and they so they decide that they're going to watch fear and loathing, loathing in las vegas uh-huh. they eat the popcorn which i've been eyeing the freaking popcorn the entire episode because there's popcorn in the bags there's popcorn at the snack stand like i love a popcorn so now they just finished the movie um they had like a nice little romantic date they're like sitting in beach chairs it's amazing it's cute i love it yeah it's wonderful uh and She's like, what am I supposed to say about this in class, though? And PC says, just throw the words postmodernist and subjectivity into the same sentence. Oh, that sounds very smart. I'm following what he's putting down. Yeah. Uh, And he says, he's bored. Let's do something active. And Joey says, no bikes, no rollerblading, and no use shooting hockey pucks at my head. And I wish we had gotten that scene, Lindy. (laughs) The hockey pucks at her head? That would have been really funny. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> that just feels like teeth are going to be flying out of your head. That is too dangerous for me. Well, I then that. she won't have to floss them, I guess. Oh, there you go. Get away, from, get away from flossing. Positivity train. So now they somehow got back onto the fact that instead of him shaving his face... She wants to shave him. A very intimate gesture. And yeah. and so she has him in this like wheelie chair. Uh, and he says, like, how do I know that you're going to be good at this? You've never done this before. And she, yet again, brings up sex. <laughs> I've never done it before. It doesn't mean I'm not good at it. I was good at sex, wasn't I? Ma'am. Oh, my gosh. She wants it so bad. 
yeah. cringiest part of the whole episode. It I was is. like, why did you say that, Joey? <laughs> like, yeah. She can be sexual too, Lindy. Uh, (laughs) freaking joey it's so funny yeah uh yeah she is and like he can't even say he doesn't even say anything which makes me wonder like i mean like we heard like he asked her if he was good but like did he ever give his opinions if she was really good i don't know i don't think so um, but she, she like they, they're all set up in like the light aisle, which I think is just for the ambiance. It's so romantic. All those lights are dimmed. They are on the dimmer. Okay, okay. Yeah. Look, this is the best part. So they are face, face <laughs> to face, face to face. And like she's like, Do you want menthol or regular? And he's like, I don't know, whatever. He's like, I love how she's like, I think we need to go with the sensitive skin. And then like I said, face to face, face to face. His hands are on the legs. Her legs are on his lap. Yes. Legs yes. are on the lap. Oh hands are God. on the legs. It is very intimate. And like, I I think she is being sexual. Yeah. Okay. I cannot handle this. This is yes. Okay. This is everything. This scene, the whole scene. Okay, but first of all, before the leg part, okay, she like le- like she's behind him and leans his head back so that she can like cut some hair off his chin and like her her chin's on his head and she is smiling like oh like she loves this. And then yeah, they're sitting face to face and his hands are on her legs and and I, the light the lighting the yes the tension yes. it's everything yeah i have a question for anybody who does shave their face out there in the world do you do that thing where you make yourself look like a blowfish to do it is that a real thing i don't we don't shave our face just i'm just asking the listeners <laughs> you want me to call a bro you want me to call yes. in a bro because i I don't All know. Right, I've never watched someone find out. Do that. Right. I mean, so I only have one episode. bro that I feel like I can call. Okay, call in a bro. Um, yeah. In it? the meantime, she is doing the shaving again. Hands. This is the most intimate of placements for everything. It's ringing. Your bro's not picking up, Sarah. Hi, I'm. I'm calling in a friend. Onto the okay, podcast. Okay. <laughs> so um, we are at the scene in Dawson's Creek where um, Joey shaves uh, Pacey's face, which I'm not really going to get into with you out of respect. But mm-hmm. um, but what <laughs> Pacey does is blows his cheeks up like a blowfish to shave. And we don't know how to shave our faces because – Thankfully, we don't have to do so. But is that normal? <laughs> um, I don't know about normal, but the area right around the chin, there's like a there's like sharper angles. Like it'll go all the someone else is shaving you. They might not be used to like having to go around those angles. And if you blow up your face, it becomes more like circular and rounded, and so it's easier to go around those okay. angles. Oh. Like that, that made complete sense to me. Okay, okay, yeah, because he's, like, blowing up, like, the cheeks, and we're like, why? And she says that it's most like shaving your knees, 
what have you ever shaved your knees like can you make the comparison <laughs> i have never shaved my knees okay um all right have you seen this episode yet yeah or... we have feedback from this, this yeah individual. i have i thought are you not like recording yeah i'm recording right now oh yeah no i've seen it okay do you think that uh joey was finally being sexual in this episode <laughs> I mean, minus the part where she, like, didn't have sex, then yeah. Great. Perfect. She was being sexy. That's the question. Yeah. All right. I think so. She was trying to be. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and one last question. Do you like her purple pajamas? Yeah, I actually really do. I, I truly do love them. Amazing. All right. Incredible. All right. Does, any, does the, uh, do my fellow co-hosts have any other questions for our resident uh, guy? Resident <laughs> <laughs> guy uh no any, i don't have um, any does questions. he always want to kiss joey potter when he sees her oh okay. lindy wants to know if you always want to kiss joey potter when you see her do i always want to kiss joey potter i mean you know i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like katie holmes isn't attractive okay <laughs> we don't want you to lie to us so facts okay. yeah i mean you know all right. Like the situation arose where she's like, oh, Adam, like it's time to kiss, even if she's, you know, <laughs> yeah. reaching out her Lego hands very uncomfortably. Like, but I'm still like, going for it, you know? Yeah. Do you think anything else? No. Do you think anything else arose in that big Kmart is my last question. Anything else arose like in Pacey's pants? Like we're pitching a tent. Like there wasn't. There was more than one tent happening. Uh, that's that's all. That only happens in the camping section of the Big Kmart. Thankfully, at Kmart, you can have everything that you need and more, including all the latest technology. Um, thank you for my favorite uh, male correspondent, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, ladies. 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 All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, Incredible. yeah, you got to blow yourself up like a blowfish so you don't get cut. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it does seem like Joey maybe possibly does cut him, but it's okay because she kisses her finger and then puts it on the cut and that makes it all better. That was pretty cute. That was pretty cute. Not it was lie. very cute. That and made him feel better. Yes. And, and the best, like, one of the best lines of the whole thing is when she's done and he, like, she wipes away his face and she goes, hello chin mm-hmm. i love that but like you're this back. is the moment like i like when, the, you're back that's cute yeah you're back and when you see when you see the way that pacey looks at joey when she wipes away his face it is like nothing has changed in three seasons that's Aww. how he always looks at her and it's incredible mm-hmm. <laughs> okay okay hold on hold on hold on she was being cute and endearing. Yeah. And I guess sexual too. So then I guess she is <laughs> offering stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is when they kiss. I mean, I will say like Pacey is the one who leans in, but who's surprised by that. And But no, but she's giving him the sex eyes. The she same gave eyes, him the sex eyes. The same eyes that she gave yes. to Jen's dad. She gave the eyes. The, yeah. The half closed eyes, like she's looking down and she looks tired, yeah. but like Sleepy those eyes. are her sex eyes. Those are, those are her eyes. sex eyes. They really and are. And I love Pacey's like little knowing smile of like, yeah, that was kind of bound to happen. Like that's yeah. how I interpret it. And then she says, um, what was that? And he says, I don't know, but you remember how you said you were willing to be surprised by the future? And she says, yeah. And he says, surprise. Surprise. Ah! Why is 
Why is Joey so concerned? She's like, oh my gosh, what was that? Just be happy, Joey. Yes, Kiss him back. You're in a Kmart. Fuck him in the Kmart. What are you doing? <laughs> You're never going to have this opportunity again. Yeah. This is like, if this happened to me, I would be like, oh my gosh, like, let's make out. Like, like, why are you stopping to talk about it? Yeah. Because Joey needs to talk about everything. <laughs> so it's one of my big, one of her biggest character flaws is how much she needs to fucking me, 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 about everything. Joey, just fucking do it. Just can't. Anyway. Just do it. <laughs> Look at Joshua Jackson's face. Uh, anyway. Uh, so she says, well, how come you don't seem surprised? And he says, because I've been wanting to kiss you ever since I saw you in that outfit. And she like looks down at herself in the pajamas and he says, no, not that one, the other one. And she's like surprised. She's like, wait a minute. You wanted to kiss me all night. And he says, yeah. And she says, even when you were yelling at me and he says, and he laughs and he says, especially when I was yelling at you. And I'm like, Joey, do you not remember your relationship with Paisy? Like, this is what it was. Uh, I'm so upset because Maybe it's she so did obvious. <sighs> she forgot because they all have amnesia regarding their relationship until now. Yeah. And I love the way. Gosh, okay. I can't, I can't get over this. I love the way that Pacey describes how he feels about Joey. Where like, yes, he's her or she's his constant. Like he's like, it's just like breathing or like white noise or just anything. It's always just there. Like I always want to kiss you. It doesn't just go away. And I, oh, Lindy. This is one of my favorite. Well, okay. Well, this whole episode is like one of my favorite Jossy things. But like this very scene in particular when he's like, Wanting to kiss you? No, it's like white noise. Yeah. The threat of nuclear war. It's always there. That's this... a good line. Oh my gosh. It's That's so a very good. good line. Yeah. It's I'm feeling so it. I'm feeling it. I love that line. I thought that it really did a lot for me in terms of that. Very romantic. This is the thing though, Sarah, that pisses me off about Joey. Because she's like, well, doesn't that scare you? And he says, yes and no. And she's like, explain. And he says, I don't know that I can. And she says, well, try. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? Just make out, Joey. Yes. She's Thank a talker. Yes, can't. shut up, Joey. She's not running. <laughs> she's fucking talking. It's so an annoying sometimes. Yeah, she's so annoying sometimes. We've been new. Yeah, and he says, well, it's fair to say that, like, I haven't been feeling all that friendly. And she says, you've been feeling more than friendly. And he says, yes. And she says, and the only way that you could express that was to pick a fight with me. And he says, yes. And she says, why? He says, I don't know. Uh, and she's like, you must know something. And it's like, Joey, sometimes people can't just, like, talk Articulate. about their feelings all the time, like you yeah. and fucking Dawson love to do. And he says, uh, what I know is you and I were one of the few things perhaps the only thing that ever made complete and total <laughs> sense in my life. Oh, that's what I know. Stop it. Beasy! Again, <gasps> again, that line also one of the best in, in their relationship. Yeah. Like you were the only thing that ever made sense. And he's right. Like it made total sense. And it was so good for him. Yeah. And she says, Oh, we fought constantly. He's like, Oh, I know. And like, Okay, here's the thing what, that I don't think Joey understands. Because there's there's a line, right? Like, in a relationship, you should fight sometimes. Because that means you care and there's passion. Like, it shouldn't be 
apathetic because there's no emotion in apathy. Like it, it's yes, maybe you you shouldn't be arguing all the time, but you should at some points disagree about stuff and like maybe have an argument because you care about each other. And it's like, yeah, Joey, you fought, but it like was like a little cutesy bickering. Like, come on. Yeah, anyway. I, I I think that was very well said. What 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 did you say? There's no emotion in apathy. There isn't. You just I you just I just liked it. I just liked it. That's gonna yeah. uh, gonna write that down in my emotion journal. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, and she says so. Joey says there are reasons why you and I didn't work. Valid reasons, and maybe my life is finally. And he says right where you want it. I know it's crazy, and like. Lindy, this Joey says, like, she's flattered, she's confused, she's stunned, like, she needs to sleep on this, because that's how Joey is, she gotta fucking overthink everything. Of course, she has to weigh out all the options, the pros and cons, she's going to the whiteboard section of the store where the pros pens and cons are. list it. Yeah, I gotta write I it just, all out. <laughs> I truly don't understand why she's so stunned. Like, Joey, that's your first reaction? Your first reaction isn't oh my gosh, like, you're this great romance in my life. Let's make out while we're stuck in this Kmart together. Your first reaction is, let's sleep on it. Like, I just need to think. No, stop thinking. Like, that's what I think the problem is. Joey looks 17 steps ahead. Like, like she's fucking playing chess with her life. Yeah, she's like, like, you know, if I do this, what are the consequences of that? What does that mean after that? Yeah. And I think that's that's like such a good quality to have but also then you don't you're not living in the moment and you're not like letting yourself be a 20 year old girl who like sometimes makes mistakes and has sex in the camping section of a big Kmart (laughs) yes okay like remember when Joey bought a ticket to Paris and then like didn't go it's like that we remember yes you kissed Pacey just just make out with him and like Take that trip to this romantic place while you're here, while you've got the ticket. She's so young. Like, she's young. The world is her fucking oyster. Like, take advantage. But she doesn't ever. Make mistakes. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? I think that is something that, like, I would. You know, there's always that thing of, like, what would you tell your younger self? Like, what wisdom would you? I would tell my younger self, like, it's okay to make mistakes. Like, you probably should make more mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Because there's less consequences for your mistakes when you're younger. And, like, as long as you're not, like, murdering someone. Like, there's just, like, you know, you're able – it's not going to ruin your entire life if you kiss that one boy. You know, it's not going to, like – it doesn't mean everything. Sometimes it means nothing. And that's cool, too. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, like, she's definitely just feeling as though this is, like, a monumental decision. Um. I don't know. Like, I I like the fact that, like, I mean, she says that she wants to sleep on it. That's fair. But then, like, also, she's like, I'm going to go over to your side of the sleeping Yeah. (laughs) Well, first, we need to talk about the setup. Because this is so fucking romantic. If you liked the lights, lighting department, they're in the (laughs) camping department. And they have all the trees with, like, lights on them. Like, a little twinkly. They have a little lantern. How much setup was done by Pacey? Or was this, like, an existing? Oh, this is all Pacey. You think so? You don't think this was an existing setup? I think, okay. I think that, like, the tables and chairs in the tent 
and all of that were already set up. I think he hooked up all the lighted trees. And I think he obviously laid out the air mattresses and the, and the sleeping bags. All those, are, it's all Pacey's doing. While Joey just sits there, like, on the corner watching him. just And like, nags him. Yeah, and did she's you like, clean be up my all the bitch. stuff, Pacey? And he's like, yeah. And she, he's <laughs> like, if you ask me if I took out the trash, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um but uh but yeah so she says uh did uh did you know and he's like did i know what and she says that this was a dream come true and he goes which part and she says all of it all of it ah! <laughs> i hope it's people cute. enjoy screaming because that's the it's very cute I- and then I, I i like her explanation like i like that she said you know when i was on the boat with you that one summer where I had the best hair of my life. Oh my God, the sex hair. And she truly wore the cutest outfits. Yeah, but still virginized and they only just read to each other at night. But sure, she said, sure, Jan. No, they, that's what they did. Um, it's listen, true. Okay, it's listen true, to Jess. me. <laughs> <laughs> listen, they, so she says that during that summer, she envisioned them being stranded on the island and castaways like and you know having to like fend for themselves and they like you know were naked all the time she did you know what she dreamed she dreamed the movie blue lagoon exactly yeah like she was have you seen the blue lagoon no i haven't i used to be obsessed with it like or Brooke Shields. That's was okay. That's what I'm. Yes, as a young child. But besides Wait, that, yeah, no, no, that it does not uh, age well because of knowing those things. But like, it's exactly what she's talking about. Where like two, they were kids at the time, but they get stranded on an island and they grow up together and they fall in love, but they don't know anything. Like they don't know what sex is. They don't. When she's pregnant, they, they like, don't realize it because they were like really little when they got stranded. Um. But it's essentially this. Like young teenagers, not like eight-year-olds. No, they were really, they were like eight when they got stranded. She got pregnant when she was eight? No, they didn't get pregnant until she was older. I'm saying they got stranded when they were really little. Okay. So yeah, that's what she's describing. Um, Basically, the Blue Lagoon. And basically, she was like, I used to dream of this. And this is, this is like the closest thing that we can get. And it's like a dream come true. But they're not naked. Because she refuses. <laughs> Instead, she's wearing purple pajamas. And Pacey loves this. Pacey loves this idea. Because this is like, this is boat Pacey's fantasy. Like, he's catching fish with his bare hands. And like, Joey's making the fire. Um, and Joey's like, yeah, I never told you about it because it's like kind of embarrassing and not original. Uh, and Pacey says, you know what? You're probably right. There are a thousand reasons why you and I would never work. And this is when Joey, uh, Sarah, Joey makes the first move. Joey makes the grand gesture here. I think we can maybe put this in a, what are you skeptical looking at me like that? What do you Joey, mean? Okay, Joey what does made she do? the move. She gets out of her sleeping bag, climbs onto Pacey's air mattress snuggles in with him and kisses him she makes all of those moves all right that's very good but also she made him hold her and be the big spoon i want her to be the big spoon i mean what if he wants to be the big spoon okay they were like hugging yeah they're yeah and okay i don't see like (laughs) what was that 
What? No Lego hands right now, right, Lindy? We're, we're yes. not Lego Okay, hands. the way that her hand glides up towards his head and they come together in their cozy pajamas. Okay, this kisses everything. And I think it works because of the coziness. It's mm-hmm. so, like, familiar. They've got this history. They love each other. And then here's this kiss where they're coming together. And, yes, Joey initiated it. We can't forget that. That's true. Just her have hands to give her the- very cups the little bit of credit but she says it doesn't mean what you think it means and he says well what does it mean and she like jokingly says well it means i'm cold uh so he pulls the covers over and she says i'm still thinking about it and then she says i miss you pace oh that's cute i miss you too oh but this is this is where she's the little spoon because his arm is around her but it's yeah, not, I mean, they're not, they're not really spooning, though. This is cuddling. They're cuddling. But I want Thank her you, to cuddle him. <laughs> and I loved the, like, the moment of him, like, wrapping his arms around her. And she, like, grabs his hand that and is, like. just nuzzles in. Yeah, she does the nuzzle. It's very she's in, she's in the nook, as Carrie Bradshaw would oh, call yeah, it. Oh, yeah, the nook. All right. Nook. I'm in. I liked it. I liked it. They wake yeah. up the next morning. George is there. I feel bad for George that he has last shift and first shift. That's very rough. <laughs> Poor George. <laughs> so he goes over. He's like, you're allowed to test things, but the manager's going to be really pissed. <laughs> uh, and I, I love him asking, like, is this your girlfriend? And Joey says, no, we just sleep together from time to time. Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> Sassy. That's, he is the, like, that's yeah. the Joey sass that we know and love. We love the Joey sass oh my gosh um and so yeah so they they go to the cash register to basically uh buy everything that they had to use and i love her being like there are no security tags on any of this and she's like a dvd that's opened and an open pack of razors (laughs) she's so confused by all this i love it oh it's so funny um and uh and so yeah so she's like oh i could pay you back my purse is in the car and he's like no i got it, it seems like a small price to pay for a dream come true oh that's very oh, cute. my goodness i'm yes i'm squealing too jess i just have to say like again what a line pacey's got so many wonderful lovely true love lines in this episode it really does um it was a small price to pay for a dream come true i will say that for us you know this to me this episode is a dream come true but like seasons five and six were a large price to pay for this but (laughs) (laughs) the shade um and and it's not even that it doesn't even just end there because then the clerk says oh i hope you found everything you were looking for and pacey says not everything, but we found what we needed, which, as I'm sure you know, is sometimes just as important in a spiritual sense. Because if you know, if you found everything you needed today, what would the point be of waking up tomorrow and doing it all over again? It just wouldn't seem worth it. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Uh, oh, I love it. I'm not, see, I'm not even a sap, but something about the way that sapping is. Jess is drinking the Jossy juice. I am because I appreciate like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I, you know, I love Pandy. Like Pandy, and it's mostly because I I love Andy so, so, so much. And I think they Uh like really, really worked well together. What I will say is I can appreciate 
that Pacey and Joey were separated for a very long time and grew as individuals. And I appreciate that they've learned a lot since they were together. And I think them coming back together is like very much a sign of maturity. Like I think if Pacey had the option right now, he would be like, we're all in, we're together, we're committed. I understand Joey's hesitation. I do think Joey still has a lot of room for improvement in terms of like her communication and all of those things. But I just think like there's obviously Pacey has such love for Joey and Joey has love for Pacey too, but I think she just needs to understand how to express it in like the right way. Yeah. Well said. Um, I just want to clarify Like, my hesitation has like zero percent to do with uh the pandy of it all it has to do with like making sure that they're on the same page and that both parties put in an equal amount of effort in not only the wooing process or the courting process but also Mm -hmm. like being together and being in love and showing appreciation towards each other uh, so it has nothing to do with Pandy. Like I'm putting like the Pandy aspect like completely out of it, um, and fully just being like, you know, if you want me to like be a stand with all of you for this couple, then I'm just outlining X, Y, and Z what I need to see from, you know, mm-hmm. from Joey. Quite frankly, in order for me to be full in, if you want I me to join the like- ship, okay. This episode gives you everything. I liked it. I really, really, really liked it. I really liked it. I did. Like there was, I, I think like the shaving scene was like really the turnaround for me. Like, and they do have an undeniable chemistry, definitely the best chemistry in the show with all the couples. Like it's natural. It's natural. You can feel it. You can feel that it goes beyond the screen. And of course, like I think it's the natural attraction between these two human beings, um, the actors rather than, you know, the characters. So like, I, I feel it. I see it. Um, And I can confidently say like, I, want them to work out and i want them to to happen like this is like definitely the end game couple without a doubt it's just like i just want joey to like punch up the effort a little bit and Uh you know i just like knowing pacey and like like i said earlier like he's never felt like he's worthy of anybody in his life i need joey to be like you are everything and more. And I just want you to know that like you are worth my love and you're worth like everything. And Mm -hmm. you're like a miraculous person. And I just want Joey to like give the same amount of love and effort that Pacey's always giving to Joey. And then I'm full in and then I'll like, get the merchandise i'll get the cap that you want me to wear like i'll drink all the juice like i'm nearly there i just need a little bit more well luckily this isn't the end of the show and there are more episodes Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll get you there but 
before the episode ends, we also get, and I think another reason why I like this episode so much is because there are so many, like, uh, they recognize so much of their history in this episode where they're leaving and Joey jokes about, like, driving Pacey's car. Yeah. And she mentions, you're the one who taught me to drive in the first place. Yeah. It was cute. They definitely read all the um, spark notes on the relationship for this script. Um, Absolutely incredible I I loved that. Yeah. It's very cute. It's so good. It feels like the perfect kind of like episode. Well, probably last episode maybe even qualifies, but this one feels more like it of like we're setting things up for the end of Dawson's Creek, like the whole yeah. the end end. Also, um, also, it was very not boring and to have it just be di- like exclusively two characters, like I was extremely engaged the entire episode. Unlike the Soul Joey episode that Unlike we Unlike the yes. Soul Joey episode. Yeah. I was going to say, like, what a difference from that one to this one. Like, you yes. just add Pacey in there, and all of a sudden, a Joey-centric episode with Joey and Pacey, it works so well. So much better, yeah. yeah. Now, I do have a concern. Okay. My concern is the goatee is gone and i do think everything's gonna go crashing down oh numbers incorporated i i i'm pretty convinced that shit's going down like in the next episode or two and it's like 90 percent because the goatee is shaved off okay well and i'm I'm pretty concerned about that interesting yeah um let's get into some feedback because we have a lot of it as one might expect for such an amazing episode um we got an email from angelica um that says i've been listening to your pod for most of 2023 i've absolutely loved rewatching episodes and listening to the pod every week i was a huge fan in middle and high school and a true jc believer um i fell off watching season five and much of six when it originally aired and i came right back when they previewed this episode on a rewatch, it didn't disappoint, and in my 30s, I even have more of an appreciation for rekindling love than I did in high school. Joshua yeah. Jackson and Katie Holmes have electric chemistry. I'm actually starting to fantasize about the two of them reuniting in this era of prestige TV minis- miniseries a la Scenes from a Marriage. Joshua Jackson has had some great roles in this genre that have kept his career going, and Katie could really use a boost. I also yes. recently learned um but mike white the creator of white lotus was heavily involved in writing and producing dawson's creek season two uh josh and katie escaping a marital slump at the white lotus season four sounds spicy i that sounds amazing angelica what a great idea i'm all in on that i think that'd be wonderful to see I, I mean, hey, if they want to come back, I'm full in. Very interested mm-hmm. in that. I love it. I love that idea. I mean, she's right. Like, Joshua Jackson still has a very active career. Katie Holmes, not so much. But, like, I mean, they had chemistry once. I imagine they still have it. So I would love to see that happen. Um, We have a bunch of voicemails. Let's get to the first one from a pretty recognizable voice that possibly we heard from earlier. Let's see. Oh, boy. Hey, ladies uh, and ladies. So excited uh, for you to be on the podcast and to hear what you have to say about this episode. I know you are the number one Jossie stan. It's fine. We could just uh, agree to disagree on this. I just have one question for all of you, though. Uh, What the hell is happening to my butt right now? Amazing line. One of my favorites of the episode. <laughs> um, number one, Joey, you stupid hoe. Just call 911. This is absolutely an emergency. Why are we, like, 
being coy about this. You are trapped inside this, uh, you know, Kmart, and it's like freezing rain outside. Like, I don't understand. Just call 911. Also, if uh, if you're ever playing Battleship and you are doing as poorly as Joey did, I mean, seriously, like, zoom in on that Battleship screen. She had gotten, like, zero red pegs. I've. It, it's almost impossible to be that bad at Battleship, but, like, of course, Joey Potter is that bad. Also... Uh, if I ever suggest to anyone, including to any of the three of you, hey, let's go, like, raid the snack aisle or the, the candy aisle. It's going to be so much fun. And any one of you has the fucking audacity to say, oh, no, it's too late at night. We'll rot our teeth out. First of all, shut the fuck up, okay? Number two, let us, like, just go raid the candy aisle. This is ridiculous. Um, Joey is potentially the worst person in the world to be stuck with in this situation. Um... Except, of course, not for Pacey. Uh, I really liked, like, the arguments at the beginning when they were, like, dredging things up. I love, like, addressing that. They're finally addressing the past. That's fantastic. We love, like, a, you know, uh, some good conflict there. Um, I just don't know, like, what else to do at this point as someone who is, like, not fully sipping this Jossie juice when the show clearly is, like, trying to force our head underneath this water, like, freaking bobbing for apples down there uh, knee deep in the jossie juice they have like we don't have there's not even a choice there's not even an alternative we just have to like just suck it up and deal with it we're being spoon fed right down our throats it's just being shoved down there it's fine i get it all of you love this and i'm just i'm, I'm just hating it's fine um you know what i really love that you all love this my only other problem how do you not fuck at the end of the night here as you are like sleeping together like i do not understand how this is not like that like that needs to happen every single time pacey even bought the condoms like i don't understand everything everything was like so prepped and ready they were like cuddling and kissing if you're in that situation you get like locked in first of all you know like uh pop off but like just you just have to fuck at the end of the night like i don't understand like those are the rules um especially after all of the shaving it's fine. Okay. I'm super excited to hear what you all have to say. Uh, Lindy, I love that this is making you so happy. Like, truly, that is the joy that I'm getting out of this episode. Um, because I still, I just can't get in on it. But it's fine. They're going to end up together. And, and Lindy's going to be happy about it. And I am really happy that Lindy's going to be happy about it. Okay, bye, ladies. Uh, yeah. Like, I think oh it's a big God. missed opportunity that they didn't have sex at the end of the night, to be honest with you. I think that they're going to be, like, 60 years old and be like, remember the time we got stuck in that big Kmart and we did not have sex at the end of the night what a big miss and then they're going to just be like reminiscing in all the fucking vanilla sex they've been having in their bed oh they could have had like a very good spicy time at the big Kmart and I feel like it's a missed opportunity so big L for them I have to agree on that note um, I don't agree with Adam about lots of things but I agree that Pacey and Joey should have slept together at the end of this episode um that was a long message thank you adam so much um i'm so happy that you're happy for me because <laughs> i'm very happy right now and i will say <laughs> that um i will say that i would get candy from the candy aisle with all of you any time of day doesn't matter to me i will always pick out a sweet treat you know that adam Lindy um, <laughs> loves a sweet treat I do. And lastly, I just want to say to Adam and anyone else who is not yet uh, drinking the Jossie juice willingly, um, look, you're a castaway on Jossie Island and you just got to accept it at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs>
It's true. The show really wants you. And I think at the very least, even if you're not a huge supporter of Jossie, you can at least recognize the amount of chemistry that these two have with one another that maybe Pacey could have with others because he's Pacey and knows how to like fuck around. But Joey is simply incapable of having chemistry with anyone else. So I think that like, you just need to recognize that that's the reality we're living living in because if she's not going to be with Pacey like having oodles of really good sex we're going to be stuck listening to her say things like I'm se- I'm a sexual I can be sexual too Dawson and like none of us want that none of us want it so um thank you Adam for that lovely voicemail um Sarah we got feedback from a first time sender inner you know like a first time long time type situation wow um uh it is from saskia i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly if not That's a feel beautiful free to correct name. me it, i love it um uh, they said i am so excited to finally be caught up with the podcast and join your fun feedback community we love you to join our fun feedback community um i discovered your dawson's creek podcast in february and have been racing through it since then. It's been a wild ride and has made me remember so many nostalgic moments. I was nine when the first season started and I wasn't really allowed to watch it then, but I would sneakily manage to watch episodes here and there. We absolutely love that. Um, I was completely infatuated with Dawson then and cried during almost every episode. Maybe Sarah will get it. (laughs) 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 Uh, I did a complete rewatch of the whole show during the pandemic before knowing about your podcast. And I still love the show, but I also gained a new perspective on it. These grownups playing teenagers can be very frustrating to listen to as a grownup sometimes. Uh, I still identify with a lot of aspects of Andy and even Joey, and it's been so fun to revisit all of it with you in my ears now. You've made me appreciate the show even more and also made me laugh out loud on multiple occasions. The calculator bits are a classic, of course. <laughs> I've also appreciated all of Sarah's TikTok updates and snake draft confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it, to be honest with you. Never will. Um, I know this is way too long already, so I'll just add a few quick reactions to the episode of the week. Was I the only one screaming, oh my god, he looks like old Pacey again. Oh my god, they're kissing. Oh my god, after the beard finally came off. Uh, I, f- I forgot how much fun Katie Holmes face acting is. Joey's faces took me out at a few points during this episode. That's actually a really good point. Like the, when she does the, like the kiss on the like cut. That was adorable. She makes very cutesy faces. So cute. Mm-hmm. So, so, so cute. Um, at the end, when Joey tells the employee that they just sometimes slept together, it feels like sassy Joey from season one was back. Yes. 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 Uh, even though I was a DJ girl as a teenager, I'm fully on the Jossie Juice train. Uh, she trademarked it also. Uh, how could anyone <laughs> not be after this episode? Thank you so much for podcasting about this crazy, perfect, annoying, dramatic show. Best wishes from Europe, Saskia. That was amazing. Thank you so uh, much. Quick question. So much feedback. Very serious question. Would you rather be on the Jossie hashtag Jossie Juice train mm-hmm. or the toxic gossip train? <laughs> That's a TikTok <laughs> reference. Uh, if you're toxic chronically online. gossip train. <laughs> I can't. It's like it's been buzzing in my head for days. <laughs> It's actually unhealthy because it's so bad. Uh, shouts to anybody who knows what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I would much rather be on the Jossie Juice train, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, we also got a voicemail from our friend Temi. Let's see what he has to say. Bonjour, les dames. 
quite enough. J'ai eu cette idée à 6 heures du matin avant d'aller au travail. Il y a vente magasin de Kmart aux États-Unis. Maintenant, je vais prendre la rue, moi, bondée où il n'y a pas de la circulation, des idées ou un voyage. J'ai pensé à tous les livres que j'ai eus pendant la série, compris Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Pas terrible, pourquoi? Joey Potter lisait beaucoup de livres, mais Rory, oui, Pouskel. Rory. Maintenant, Rory, c'est un personnage qui tout le monde adore. Hello, ladies. What's new? I had this idea at 6 in the morning before going to work. There are 20 Kmart stores in the United States. I will take the less crowded street where there is no traffic of ideas or a traffic jam. I thought of all the books Joey was reading during the show, including Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Not terrible what? Joey Potter read a lot of books, but Rory reads more than her. Now Rory is a character that everyone loves. I did the translation for you. Do you have any room in Detective Babysitter's Club for me? Uh, after all, <laughs> babysitter is a French word. Thanks. Um, okay, hold on. Does anybody speak French at all? Lindy? No, I understood none of that. <laughs> Adam, I think, speaks French. I don't know what he was saying. The funniest thing was, like, Tammy, when, like, we, like, first, I don't, are you Canadian? I was, like, remember, Jess, I was, like, I think Tammy is, like, from montreal like remember where i said that when yeah first... that was a while back are yeah. you are you french canadian i'm trying to like remember anyway um okay Tammy, i gotta be honest with you i think that you're the president of detective babysitters <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty positive yeah. that like you got indoctrined like a while ago and mm-hmm. you're the lead um and also like is worry from gilmore girls a better reader than joey potter a thousand million yes. percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. She has <laughs> books upon books, like literally dressers in her room dedicated to books. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she reads way more than Joey Potter does. Do you all like Rory better than Joey? That is a tough question because Rory is there also are infuriating. Eras of Rory. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I would say Lorelai and Rory are both toxic in their own ways. Um, Rory is also, I, there is, com- there are comparisons to be made because Rory can be kind of prudish, but she comes out of her prudish era quicker than Joey Potter does. I would say, um, I think, I don't, gosh, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I, I feel like maybe I like Joey better. <laughs> I think probably by the end of Gilmore Girls, I would say I like Joey better than I like Rory. Did uh, Rory ever make it to Paris? Uh, Rory went to yeah. Paris. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I've never watched Gilmore Girls, uh, so I don't have an opinion. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Tommy. Um, we also got an absolutely lovely, massive email from Joy because this is her favorite episode of the series. 
Um, and she says there are two important things to know going into this episode. One, it's safe to assume Joey doesn't remember Pacey's confession or kissing him. So he's in a super weird limbo with that. And number two, you have to suspend your disbelief on the getting locked in with no security system <laughs> and all of that, um, which I, I do agree with Joy. Um, uh, she says uh, she has this episode is so damn good. She's lost how many times she's watched it. It's her go-to episode if she wants her Dawson's Creek fix or she's feeling down. It's a good mood pill. It's like a mini rom-com with my favorite couple. Even the staunchest Dawson Joey shippers can't deny the greatness of this episode, the chemistry of Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson, how well they play off each other. It's simply effortless. Who else could have pulled this off? Maybe Jen and Jack, but the vibe would have been totally different. I shudder to think what this episode would look like if it had been Dawson and Joey locked oh, in the no. store. There wouldn't have been any fun or silliness or sexy shaving. That's for sure. Lots of talking that gets the characters nowhere. Willful disregard of Joey's wishes. A general unpleasantness. Uh, so now you've reached what I would consider the best that season six has to offer. Not counting the series finale, which I always think of as separate from the season. I hoped you love it as much as I did. Joy. I did. I did. Fully yeah. agree, Joy. This is the Incredible. best episode of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, I will say, in, in, in the middle of Joy's email, she also says, like, I personally never understood why Joy and Dawson were always up each other's business uh, when it came to their sex lives. That is yeah. not healthy. It's uh, That's so true. Yeah. Um, um, actually, yeah. you know, I will say, I think that this was the first episode in a long time where when I finished watching it, I had the urge to like restart it yeah. then and there. And I haven't felt that way about an episode either ever or in a really long time. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I rewatched it this morning and I was like just as happy to watch it the second time as I was the first time. It's um, definitely an episode that you can literally just turn on at any time and just hop into and enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's very yes. good. Um, all right, we also have a voicemail from DBK, and if my memory serves, I don't think he's as high on this episode, so I'm interested to see what he has to say about it. What up, though, ladies? Okay, first off, at the very beginning, when, like, the girl's got her hands in her lap, and then when Joey comes up, her hands, like, are totally not in his lap anymore. Um, why does, why is Pacey getting condoms? Pacey would never have casual sex, right, guys? Like, so I don't understand why he's stopping for condoms. Um, the whole, like, first conversation, like, why does Joey even care? Like, I don't, like, get it in the least little bit. Like, I don't, I don't know. And then I know, like, people love it because we hate Pacey's guilty. But, like... This is pretty gross from Joey, right? Like, telling Pacey to change his appearance for her. Like, I don't know what the equivalent is for, like, role reverse, but I'm, I know we wouldn't have the same energy if Pacey was, like, telling Joey to, like, change her appearance for him. We wouldn't think it's cute, and we wouldn't think it's, like, so, like, oh, this is so adorable. But that's just my own personal gripe about it. But And I'm, like, a clean-shaven person, like, clean shaven over beards any day but still gross from you joey andy would never um, <laughs> and, uh, yes uh, then oh also how is there no emergency exit in this place there's not a door they can go out that will set off an alarm like get out of here but then we can't have this whole like episode of like joey and pacey together so whatever not the best episode joey's gross peace <laughs> 
<laughs> not the best um okay um i do think that dbk brings up a really good point if like we roll reverse it if somebody like came up to, if my significant other was like mm, sarah like i really want you to like, dye your hair red because i would be more attracted to you if you did that then I, of course, we'd be like, fuck you. Or like, you know what I mean? Or like, cut your hair or like, grow it out. Like, so I think that like, although we're romanticizing the um, the shaving, because like sexy shaving is very fun. Um, I think that DBK does have a, a good point. If the roles were reversed and like, we'd be like, fuck you, Pacey. Like, you can't tell her what to do, right? Like, is there something, there's something there, right? Yeah, the problem is just I, I hate the goatee so much. Okay. <laughs> so I was so happy to see it go, even if it is a bit problematic. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's not a great look from Joey to be like, you must shave your your uh, facial hair. Um, but if, if Pacey had a full beard, this wouldn't be an argument. If Pacey's goatee wasn't so fucking gross, this wouldn't be an argument. You know, it's just so gross that I don't care. Lindy's not going to fight this, are you? <laughs> I, I, I can't think of like a proper equivalent that like of something Pacey could point out about Joey to change. Like, what, what would it be? Get her I hair dyed so that her roots match her the rest of her. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> but then, would you complain if 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 he was like, "Oh yeah, I want your hair to like you got to re dye your roots"? I would be like, like "Shut the fuck like, up, Pacey! You have an ugly goatee." <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the equivalent is like you know when like you have like nice long hair or whatever and then like you decide to like cut it into like a cute little lob because like it's fashionable and cute and then your significant other is like ooh, like i really like your long hair better i wish that I like mean, you didn't cut it to be that's fair, the i think the equivalent yeah it is it definitely is because there's guys that like long hair and long exactly. hair is like pain the fucking ass most of the time but yeah. Um, I've had this argument because I personally love a beard. I'm very pro beard in my life. I think facial hair is like the most attractive thing. And my husband shaved his beard once and I was not very pleased about it. You're like, I'm not going to have sex with you now. No, it's just, he has such a baby face that like it gave me a bit of like insecurity because he looked so, so young. Um, and I also just think he looks so attractive with his beard and I'd also, I'd only ever known him with a beard. So when he, sh it was like very jarring because I didn't know what his face looked like, like underneath there. Okay. Um, he has a nice face. It's just like, so I then was, what happened? You know, What's the consequences? Uh, he grew it back and that was that. He did shave it again more recently. I he looked I don't good. I why. saw him in person. Yeah, I thought I did, that he I, looked great. I did not enjoy it, but it's fine. I try not to mention it because he's, he's mentioned it to me too. He's like, you wouldn't like it if I told you what to do. And I'm like, you're mm -hmm. right. I wouldn't. So yep. I keep my comments to myself at this point, but internally know that I'm screaming. Okay. And that's I think it's a fair point to it's very try fair. to like bring out, even though sexy shaving is. It was very sexy. Very sexy and sassy and fun. Yeah. We have um, to remember. The one thing. Sorry. The on. one thing I'll say is that Pacey did offer to do one thing that he didn't want to do. So he invited True. this opportunity he did, he did. Yeah. that's the one thing i'll say about it this is very good point lindy um we got one more email from the amazing kimmy uh she says listen ladies i don't know what to say i wish the show ended right here does everything <laughs> they say make sense no 
Does the geometry of that girl's hand on Pacey's leg make any sense? No. <laughs> Is Joey a little annoying at times, refusing she admit to admit she moved on from Pacey too soon and just making yelling uh, noises most episode? Yes. But this episode is perfect. It made me so happy. I could watch an entire series of these two. I love them so much. I wish that they could just be together all the time and we didn't have to see any other character. It could be called Castaways and it would be better than that Tom Hanks nonsense. <laughs> oh, I'm in love with this episode. Love. I don't even know what else to say. Have a glorious week. The world is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> She's on a high. Yeah. Um, and this, you know this feedback was sent in at 11 a.m. So not the 5 a.m. wildness uh, from last time. <laughs> all right. It always makes it makes sense now. I love um, it. So you want to hear something very funny? I don't yes. know what year the Castaway movie came out. Oh, 2000. So when I watched that, I had to have been like 11 years old. Talk about crying. Bald. Bald like a fucking baby meltdown over Wilson getting floated away. <laughs> like it was yeah. as Wilson! if I've lost somebody of my own. Like it's devastating. It is the saddest thing. It's a great when movie. That volleyball gets floated out into the ocean, never to be seen. That was his only friend in the world for like years. Mm -hmm. Why did he have to get floated away? Man, I love that volleyball. It's a great movie. Wow. I've never seen it. So that was a roller coaster because oh, I Lindy, thought you were talking about a person. It's such a good movie. <laughs> no, it's okay. volleyball. No, what happens is that he gets stranded on the island and he has no friends. But so it's an ego. I don't. I don't know why. He works like, for FedEx. Oh, he works for FedEx. And all these FedEx packages come on board or, or no, come on, on that were on board come to the shore and in one of the FedEx packages was a Wilson volleyball and it becomes his only friend because like he like makes a little face on it and like mm -hmm. he like talks to the volleyball for like years because he's stranded for literal years for and, literal years and there's one package that has these like angel wings on it and he leaves it unopened and they say, like the creators say after the fact that like there was a like waterproof like cell phone that had a geo tracker in that package that like if he had opened it. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. Okay, know. so then what happens is he finally makes a raft to try to free himself from the island. And he like packs Wilson because of course Wilson has to go on the trip too. As you do, you bring your BFF. But the issue is there's a giant wave that took Wilson away. And then there's like this whole thing where he's like, Wilson! And he's screaming for his only friend in the world. But he's oh gone. Gone in the ocean. This is devastating. That is and I devastating. Like, and Tom Hanks, like, baby. you know how like they always talk about actors like gaining and losing weight for roles and stuff. Oh, my God. He lost so much weight to play like the version of himself that's like stuck on the island for a few years and it's it's really sad it's a heartbreaking film but um, it's really Wilson good was sold at auction for eighteen thousand five hundred dollars wow if i had eighteen thousand five hundred dollars then i would totally buy that volleyball okay and he would be right here and i can talk to him all day and be like wilson can you believe that joey and pacey didn't have sex <laughs> when that came <laughs> <laughs> um 
Well, that's all the feedback we have. If you too want to send in feedback, shitnaddiespod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send in a voicemail, uh, shitnaddiespod.com is how you can do that. We have a voicemail mechanism. And we love any and all feedback. Even if you're just being like, I don't have any feedback for that episode, but I just want to say, hey, just say hey to us. We love to say hey back. Um, uh, Sarah, would you like to know the title of next week's episode? Absolutely, I do. Season six, episode 16 is titled, That Was Then. That Was Then. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be thinking about some yesteryear. Like, they're, it's going to be like, you know, that was then, but like, I'm a different person now type of vibe. Okay. I do think the rest of the titles throughout the rest of the season are actually pretty good. Right. So, um, so that will be next week. Uh, but Lindy, thank you so much for coming on with us this week. What a great episode. What a great time to be alive. I felt so lucky to be here for this episode. I thought for sure someone would have claimed it, you know, ages ago. But when I asked, you said no one had. And so I was like, okay, I have to, I have to be there. I mean, I to be to fair, you asked it. in like January. So it's like, you know, like it's been a while. So you, you did, you did stake your claim early on. Yeah, it's just in, an incredible episode. Definitely my favorite. Jossie forever, okay? Yeah, it's a great one. Lindy, where can the people find you if they want to hear more of what you're up to? Yes, yeah, so every week um, I am on one indescribable podcast that I co-host with Adam, who we heard from today, and Todd, the librarian. And currently, we are talking all about Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. We're actually almost done with that series. Um, We used to talk about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and we'll definitely be doing another show after Zoe's. So definitely come check that out. Incredible. Sarah, what have you got going on? What do you got cooking? Well, over in PSR, we are covering in Just Like That together, which is a lot of fun. And we are also um, with Adam covering How I Met Your Father and Platonic. And um, and that's what I have for myself. But like Jessica, like, do you want to like announce our little <gasps> announcement? Yes. So starting next week, I believe, I believe that's when our first podcast will drop. We are taking on a new project. I'm very, very excited about it. We've been teasing it on the social media. Um, we're taking on a second show. It's not going to be a three year long project like Dawson's Creek and, and Boy Meets World were. But for the next few months, we're going to be talking the 90s one season wonder freaks and geeks and i'm very excited with linda cardellini herself i'm very excited. oh my gosh have you seen that show yes oh my gosh this is so exciting okay first of all oh my gosh i'm thrilled i was here for the announcement i was wondering <laughs> like what it was gonna be this is amazing news that's so exciting i'm yes. really excited i feel like it's very much kismet that uh this happened because um okay linda cardellini of course we know from boy meets world a little Mm. bit she was in boy meets world busy phillips that we've been covering um for a while on dawson's creek then over in psr like i've been doing platonic with uh adam so it's very um you know obviously seth rogan's in it and then the connection for how i met your father with um 
I mean, I know that Jason Siegel hasn't been in How I Met Your Father yet, but still, like, the uh, the connections are there. So there's all of these, like, signs pointing towards this was the show. But, Jess, like, we, we've been talking about doing Freaks and Geeks for, like, years. Yeah, we've always had it on our list because it's one season. It has a lot of very, very famous 90s actors in it. A lot of, like, guest stars, I think, as well, from my, like, vague recollections. I have seen it. Um, so I'm I'm going in like fully spoiled. It's been a few years oh, you have? since I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, I but haven't seen it. It's been like, I mean, at least five years since I've seen it. So uh, you know how my memory works. It's like glub yeah, glub goldfish time not over great. here. <laughs> so uh, I don't remember everything that happens. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about it. We're going to be doing it basically like we're going to start off with just the premiere. And then from there, we're going to be doing two episodes per podcast. Uh, so one podcast a week with two episodes each. Um, so that's kind of our, our game plan. So we're going to be covering it basically through the month of September. Um, I'm really, really excited to talk about it. That's going to be starting next week. Um, so check out, remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit90sPod to just stay apprised of everything we have going on. Um, and you can find me at the Just Sterling. Uh, doing the usual stuff, you know, community building succession is now over and I want to sob about it every day, but it's okay. Um, and then you can also follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the just sterling. I'm streaming the last of us two, and then I'm uh, dabbling in some cozy games. So check me out over there. Um, yeah, I think that's all the announcements we have next week. We're coming back, uh, with season six, episode 16. It'll be just the two of us for this episode. Um, but worry not, we have more guests on the horizon before we finish Dawson's Creek in just a few months. It's almost over. Um, thank you everybody for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Goodbye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.